Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the Exploding Heads Horror Pot. Shit. No, uh, you no, know what? Fuck. I say. I, I messed it up. No, no, wait, wait, I, wait. I no, up. no, no. Let me go is, again. Let this me go is again. A full head explosion. <laughs> My head is fully going to explode. All right, all right. Wait all right, for no, it. No, no, no. Mike, Mike, wait for it. You are the master editor. Wait for it. Along with the master baiter. Wait for so it. So you're going to have to cut all this. All right, we're, I we're going can't again. can't do that. I don't like right. to do that. You know I don't like to edit shit. Again. I'll send it to Christian. He can do it, please. Thank you. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. That's a little better. I got it. <sighs> I got it right that time. I am one half of the show. I am John Spooky Rhodes, and along with You're me, third as always, of this episode is the maniac. Michael J. and joining us oh God. as a special guest for this built-up episode. Oh boy, yeah. None other than Dave Z. He loves it. Dave, what is up? Hey, man. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on again. I'm, I'll always jump into the studio, and I'm looking forward to this built-up episode, as you say. It's going to be pretty interesting, man. And good intro, good intro with the exploding heads thing, by the way. Maybe even better than I do it. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it just felt right. I actually think before in the past I have done the all right, all right, all right. I think I did that on a previous show, but I'm pretty sure I've opened a show like that unintentionally, ripping you off. I don't. Hey, do it. <laughs> have fun with it, man. I don't care. Fucking a. I rip you guys off all the time too. So I rip off every podcast. Every I listen to more podcasts than anybody I know. Forty hours a week, fifty hours a week. All I do, all I do, is listen to horror podcasts. So naturally, all that shit's in my head. By the time I sit to to record, I'm taking stuff from everybody. So I'm not going to be, you know, it's Dude, true. I have, I'm a to congr- I have to congratulate you though, because mm. I haven't listened yet. But the latest episode of Exploding Heads is under just under two hours. How the fuck Holy did you shit. guys do it? I know, I know, isn't it something? I don't know how we did it. We, we've been making a conscious effort the last two years to keep regular episodes two and a half or less. And 
for the most part. Sometimes you go a little over, sometimes a little under. We've been around there, like the two and a half mark. But this show, it just so happened to be that mostly because nobody else had time to watch anything. So we had three movies to review, mm-hmm. and then then we had another one to do a mini-review on because they were all picked by the patrons. And no one else brought anything else to the table. Like, no one watched anything in their personal life mm-hmm. that was horror-related that we could have talked about. So we just got on there. We straight-up reviewed those those you know, four movies and got out, and it took two hours. So no complaints. I love it. Yeah, that's my listening wow. for tomorrow. Nice. We started late. That had something to do with it. Brandon was fucking... He fucked the, the whole program. Dude, okay, like, right now we're on Skype. Yes. And... John and I happen to have our cameras on. Mike does not. Yes. But we always have our cameras on when we do Exploding Heads. We think that it helps with uh, with cadence. You, you, you won't jump in on anybody because you see when they're going to talk more. I just think it, it adds to it. It adds to the the show. And, and it's fun. So anyway, we, we, we're getting ready to start the show. We have a guest on, too, Derek B. from Cinema Attack. He's on there. And it's me and Christian and Brandon and Derek. We're getting ready to record. All of a sudden... Somebody remarks to Brandon, hey, I can't see you. Or No, that's not what it was. Brandon says, can you guys see me because I can't see myself. And we're like, you know, how, you know, if you're on Skype, you could see you. Like, If I look right. in my right corner, there's me. Okay. Brandon couldn't see himself. He just saw his icon. I said, well, B, don't worry. We can see you. We're, we're fine. You know? He's like, yeah. Oh, you know, it wasn't good enough for him. So he signed out of Skype. And then he wanted to restart, and then it took it took another fucking hour. He couldn't he couldn't get his password right, so we got to hold up for an hour, oh. all because that vain motherfucker had to freaking see himself when he talked. So, <laughs> so that's part of the reason it ended up being two hours because we got the late start, and I was so pissed off, but not pissed off. I was just, we were rushing, and I was like, okay, let, let, let's bang this show out. So there you go. Brandon's the reason. So you you could give him the you know give him props for you know being a schmuck. Yeah. He gets a little bit of leeway because he's a nasally cute one. <laughs> he reminds yes. me of me. I'm telling you, he's the Michael J of exploding heads. Please, thank you. No, he's actually funny. There's, there's a oh. major difference. I'm not saying he's not funny. He's very funny, but um, you know, I'm saying you're not funny. I would like to hear him talk about coffee shits. Can we have a coffee shits episode of exploding heads? I would love that. See, I might become a patron just so I can, you know, request. That episode that would be fun for me. You could pick a topic that is one of the freaking that oh. is one of the patrons. You could yes. pick up to ten topics on the one thing. Imagine oh. that. You just come up oh. with everything: coffee shits, oh. uh, the, uh, Halloween six. Oh. Um, what else could you? What else you, do you would want you would you would hate me after that episode? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'd have a blast. Are you kidding me? Coffee oh. shits and Donald centric. I would. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> For as many times as you've joined us, Dave, I think this is much deserved, uh, kind of cranking your yank for exploding heads. But before we really move on past this in your glory, uh, I just kind of want to finish you real quick on, on our face here on the rabbit. Um, I have to compliment you. I absolutely love the show. And it is uh, one of two that I make sure I always listen to. And I'm actually... Sad to say, I'm a little late to it, and I'm working my way through back episodes. So, wow! Uh, but I do, I do enjoy it because I never have a wait. It's just I download an episode, listen, and I make through some other shit, and then I'll, I'll put more on. And yeah, it, it's it is always at my ready, and I, I fucking love it. 
Wow, thanks, man. Shit, that means a lot coming from you because I listen to all your shows all these years, actually. So it's <laughs> every fucking show. I, I, I listen to the hell out of freaking Grave Shift, you know? Oh, man, oh, I, yeah. loved, I loved that fucking show. And, of course, everything else you might do. But, I mean, damn, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. And, uh, dude, going through, that's what's great about it. I, I, lo- I love coming to shows late because then you can go back. It, like you said, they're always ready. You, you're not going to run out of material. It's going to take you a while. So you can just go right. through the back catalog, as we like to call it, <laughs> jokingly, and, and go through that shit. And by the time, you know, you listen to, like, maybe two or three episodes, and then a new one drops. Like, oh, I've, that's so much fun. I, I've done that with a couple shows, and I love that shit. But, but thanks so much, man. We, we, we have a lot of fun, and we work hard. Yeah, it, and it's well-deserved. And just to tease it... Um... There has been some discussion between uh, myself and one Ryan Lewis about uh, a possible comeback. Although that happens about every year or I noticed. Year. So we'll we'll see if there's any truth. But <laughs> I mean, what was it? What was it? A year and a half ago, we were supposed to have our big comeback. We had an episode, and then it just never continued. <laughs> so, I know. We'll see. Oh, I can't. I really. I mean, anything with you guys is great. It got it got so weird because you guys kept like a, like changing hosts. It got weird. Then Duncan was in there. Then he was out. Then Bo was in there. Then then he was out. And then and then, and then uh, David Andrews was in there. There was like all this rotation going on. Everything got like crazy. And then Ryan took some time off. And but in the initial, not that I didn't enjoy all those shows, but I'm saying in the initial run when it was the regular oh, yeah. crew for the longest time, and you guys were putting out you know two episodes a month. Ah oh, man, those were the days. I I love that show. It, it's great, man. So hopefully anything from you guys is great. You know. Yeah, uh, God willing, but. We'll we'll see we'll see yeah. maybe maybe he'll hear this <laughs> maybe and if so we should do something together that'd be some shit hey I I mean I'm sure he'd be more than willing to have you on uh, it'd be a blast or you guys come come on our show either way man we endless possibilities you know hey I my schedule is limited but I am always ready I I will gladly blow off Michael J for the exploding head <laughs> are you kidding. <laughs> Okay. I couldn't do that to Mike. No, Mike. I have the here. Sunday show now. It's fine. <clears throat> oh, this isn't the Sunday show, even though we're recording on a Sunday. Okay. No, this is this is regular Rabbit and Red. Although the Sunday show will drop after this is done recording today. Yes. Oh, who's the guest? Um, oh no, forget. It. I don't want to. If it's a surprise, I'll, I'll show. Well, it's 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 interesting. Let's say I talk about the the porn store that I used to frequent back in the uh, early two thousands a little bit. Hmm, porn. Interesting. Okay. Cool. I'm looking anyway, forward to it. So, Mike, uh, why don't you actually get into something that's a little more interesting? Why don't you talk about what happened to you two days ago? Why, why don't you get into Monster Mania? Okay, well, here we go. Yeah. My brother. Well, why do you sound so down? I mean, come well, on, no, man. The thing is, it's, my, it's my brother Mania. got me these VIP You're tickets. Lucky. Which was nice, I, I think, because I, I looked it up. They're like 150 a piece, which is insane yep. in my brain. Uh, so they came with this skip the line thing where you can use it any with any celebrity, and you jump to the front of the line. Then there was a VIP party with two cake cuttings, um, you know. But because you know, with taking care of my mom and stuff on the home front, my time is limited. So of course. I set to go with my cousin. We went Friday. We left my house at about 7.30. We got there about 20 after 8. So we go in. I pick up all the VIP stuff. And then 
I informed the people because you're supposed to inform them on what um, celebrity you want to jump the line with. So I says, well, you know, where was Nev Campbell? Because I figured I would do that. Because I already knew going in that she was like a hundred if you wanted a picture and an autograph with her. So I went and, you know, I told the person. They took us back to her and they kind of like wheeled. I passed by DH on the way. She was looking attractive, but I did not want to pay um, $75 for a picture and another autograph with her. I just Are did not want to do that. Are you shitting me? She's up to 75 Yeah, she's up to now. 75 I did. I had no interest in doing it. Yeah, but that's if it, that's for a picture and an autograph. If you want an autograph, it's just 50 with DH now. Just, so, man, yeah, when I just. saw her, it was 20 <laughs> Yeah, I know. Same with when I saw her back when the Halloween remake came out in 2007. That's what it was. So I wasn't going to, you know, I wasn't worried about that again. So, of course, Nev Nev's table is, like, full of fucking people. I mean, there's so many people there. Well, and yes, Nev Campbell. Um, Feruza Bach was positioned, her table was positioned oh. next to her, but she was not there. Because they oh, had a, I heard. Yeah, I they heard had she a didn't show up the one day, but she showed up the next. That would have yeah. been pissed off, because I would have oh. gone there. Specifically for her, because I love her. Oh, she anyway, didn't get there until 11.30 Friday night. And they had craft photo ops scheduled for, like, oh. I guess 9.50 or 9... I think it was, like, either 9.30 or 9.50 Friday evening. And she wasn't there for the photo ops. And people were pissed, obviously, because they purchased, you know, the tickets for that. And some people drove in, you know, just for that. So it's sure. like they couldn't stay the extra two days. So they had to either get a refund or come back on Sunday to, you know, redeem their stuff. So there were some unhappy people there. But anyway, in terms of, like, with with Nev, like I said, it's packed. So they... And I'm in a wheelchair because I guess my cousin didn't want me to get trampled. Like oh, moving you back and motherfucker, forth. you milked that show. Didn't you cut the lines because of it? Or well, it yeah, well, with her, I did, yeah. So, nice. but it's like going from where, the main entrance of the hotel to the Riverside Pavilion where she was, was like a lot of walking. So my cousin pushed my lard ass in the wheelchair. Um, so then we get in there, I get to her line, there's still four people in front of me at that point. So I'm waiting for them. I get to her handler. It's like a conveyor belt. I get to her handler. The handler's there. She's like, um, okay, what can I do for you? I said, I'll have an autograph and a picture. So they're like, so then she gets out a little like ticket and puts a thing in the combo box. And it's like, what's your name? And I said, Mike's. And then she wrote my name. Hands me back the ticket. And, you know, I gave her the money. So, because if you wanted either a picture or an autograph with her, it's 60 each it was. You know, if you got them, like, one or the other. So, like, then I finally get to her, and she's sitting there, and she looks gorgeous. And she looks up at me with this smile on her face, and she says, hi, and I said, hi, and then she's like, um, and I handed her the 8x10 that I selected, which was a thing from Scream 4, with her posing holding the knife, and, uh, she's like, um, would you like a specific quote? And I said, uh, no, not really. Anything's fine. So she wrote, so then she like goes to write. She's like, to Mike, what's your favorite scary movie? Nev Campbell, Sydney. 
And then she's like, are we doing a picture? I said, yes, we are. So then she stood up and she saw me with the canes because I go to, I went to go around the table to her and she's like, no, 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 I'll come to you. So then she like comes around and we take that picture and it was 15 seconds that went all too quick. Maybe, no, maybe 30 seconds. That was all too quick. And then I was back in my wheelchair and she was on to the next one, raking in another hundred bucks because they were also doing the picture. I mean, you got to figure these people, she probably cleared at least a hundred grand, if not more for the weekend. Cause I think they, they get that money. Wow. Cause it's all cash. Well, yeah, that, that goes directly to them. Yeah. yeah. Let me think about it. You said there was four people ahead of you. Yes. When you were in line. Yes. So that was in that was like a maybe what? That took like ten minutes? Uh no, not even that. Dude, they they fucking pushed people through there like nobody's business. Like well, she barely well, Mike, talked to anyone. You you said that with the VIP you bumped. So that was the VIP line there. No, 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 that wasn't the VIP line. That was the that was the front of the right there is no VIP line. They just okay. took you right to the front of the line. Okay. And it's like, oh, excuse me, wheelchair coming through, VIP wheelchair coming through. And okay. fucking oh. push me through the fucking crowd. Of so you still cut in front of... Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, right. yeah. Okay. That's okay, though. Good for... I'm, you know, I'm really happy. She's, she was basically sweet. She was cool. Yeah, I You're mean, right. it's like, well, it was just... I mean, it was really just, like, quick. And, like, in hindsight, I'm like, oh. I'm like, I really could have used that hundred in the vendor's rooms because they had so much shit. Well, so much well, here, here, think about this, Mike. You'll have that memory forever, all right? Well, the, I mean, the shit right. in the vending room, you can buy that on eBay, no, or websites, no. whatever. Okay, all right, okay, okay, okay. All right. He's right. Maybe, maybe, but, but, okay, but maybe we need, we need a little lesson here. The Halloween 2 and 3 steelbooks, and I, I think I mentioned this to Dave before when you said about Halloween 3 to me. They are out of print. They were limited to 10,000 units each. They are now out of print. The cheapest oh, I found them on eBay is between 90 and $100 each. So when you go to the Diabolic DVD booth and you see them fucking sitting out there on their little fucking display case and they're marked for 30 each, you say to yourself, motherfucker, <laughs> you cannot pass this up. You need to get these now because you will never find these again. You will never find them again. And yes, then, you will. Oh, no, you fucking won't. Not if I want to pay fucking over 100 bucks, I won't. And then You will, Mike. Opening the Halloween 2. As soon as it gets another release. It will not. They are done. The steelbooks are done. And I hate steelbooks. I hate exactly. I hate it doesn't them. matter to you. I hate It'll them. get another 2K scan, 4K scan. 4K scan, uh, not 2K scan, 4K, 4K release. Scan. 4K, whatever. But opening up that steelbook and seeing that Donald quote with that Donald on the disc, oh my god. I started, Are you going to start crying I started right crying now, when I, I, I started crying when I saw it, and my mother fucking, she thought that I was fucking insane, because I just broke down in front of her, and I'm like looking at it, and I just couldn't stop. I could not stop. It was like one of those laugh cry bullshits that just kept fucking going, and it just didn't, I mean, I'm glad I didn't open it in the middle of a fucking convention. I swear to God, I would have broke down with it there, oh my God. I mean, well, the way you look and being pushed around in a wheelchair, no one would have really thought twice. I mean, well, like, aw. Well, no, see, look, in the vendor's area, though, I wasn't... handicapped, got a... 
movie that made him happy. Well, see, in the in the, in the vendor's area though. And I was going to get, they had Scream Factory titles there, but I wasn't going to pay 25 for Scream Factory, I mean for Candyman, when I can get it from Family Video for 20 and then get two for 40 and not have to pay shipping on it or anything. So, I didn't do that, but I was like, Ugh. um, but then walking around, because I walked around the vendor room, I didn't, and my cousin just sat back in the wheelchair and I walked the fuck around there. Um, there were people selling bootlegs, which is where I got the Freddy's Nightmares Complete series. It's not nice. in high def. People just put it on four Blu-ray discs because there's more space on a Blu-ray disc, obviously. So right, and they're they're probably that's why the they ones did it from uh, Shutter or when they were on uh, El Ray, right? I'm assuming they're just a copy from that. I would guess because they they're right. not gonna have commercials in them or anything. I didn't pop those discs in yet, but. Well, I'm I hope they're not VHS rips. Oh, yeah, no, that's I, what I was gonna say. Because if not, it's like fourth generation VHS rip. I, w- I, I would hope think not. Think that's but... Freddy? I yeah. Don't, what is that? <laughs> What's that red thing? Is it a sausage? What the fuck? I hope not. But I did see a few things there, like like uh, the same guy that had the Freddy's Nightmares thing. They had the Extreme Ghostbusters complete series that they put on Blu-ray disc, and I was like. Oh my god, because Slimer was right on the fucking cover, and I was looking at that, and I'm like, you motherfucker, I want it, but he didn't have a price tag on it, and I was like, oh, let's see, I spent 40 on the fucking Freddy's Nightmares, I spent fucking 60 on the fucking Halloweens, I'm like, I spent 100 on Nev, I'm like, I really, I'm kind of limited, um, ooh, I'm like, but how much, and I'm like, you know what, they're gonna fucking charge me like 50 for extreme ghostbusters i'm like so i can't fucking do not it not worth it but at least i know somebody did it so i could i'm sure i could find it somewhere then we get to the fucking after party oh this is the best then we get to the fucking after party so, so you party. went to monster mania you saw nev campbell yeah you bought a bootleg and two halloween movies and that, that around that's it then you went to a party well no then the vip <laughs> thing started at 10:30, and there were like two cake cuttings um, so, but we get to the party and my cousin looks at me and he goes, oh, he's like, man, I'm so sorry. He's like, my mom gave you, uh, gave me 50 bucks to give you like to use to buy something here. Wow. And he's like, oh, I totally forgot. And by the time we went to the party, it was like 10 o'clock. So, or, you know, headed to the party, it's 10 o'clock vendors and shit shut down around 10. Cause after right. that, it's all like films and other events for like the rest of the evening. So I'm thinking, I'm like, fuck. Because I couldn't go back and see the Extreme Ghostbusters guy because it was closed. Do like, you know his name? A lot of them have websites. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Have to, I'll have to look it up. Maybe there's something in the... In the well, uh, you, you bought the other Freddy's Nightmares. a lot yeah. of times... Maybe yeah, he's a got lot of times they have uh, a mark have on it or their card or something. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll have to look and see. But, yeah, so there was that. So then we get to the VIP party. And there's cake cuttings get a drink, get a little rum and coke in a little plastic fucking cup. They charge you fucking $7 for fucking not worth yeah, it. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's how it goes. It's par for the course. So, right. they're like, we have an Ivan Drago cake, so uh, Dolph Lundgren's gonna come in and cut the cake and we'll let you know when he comes in. So, the party started at 10.30. About 10.50, get an announcement. Please welcome Dolph Lundgren to cut the you know, the Dolph Lundgren cake. So they have, uh, like, a Dolph Lundgren cake. And I have pictures of that, too. My cousin's got to send them to me, and then maybe I'll put them online, because I have pictures of Lundgren coming in, stabbing the cake in the head, cutting the cake, 
eating his head, eating the arm. And as he's doing that, everybody's like, Hey, Drago! Drago! If it dies, it dies! Right, Drago? Right, Drago? That's what they're doing the whole fucking, you know, time that he's doing that. So, um... Then, as soon as he cut the cake, he left. And the thing is, they said all the celebrities are invited to the party. So if they want to show up, they'll show up. They're not doing autographs, but they will pose with pictures. You know London wasn't fucking hanging no, around, especially yeah, I knew with that. all those assholes yelling at him. He's standing there, he's yeah, like, I have a master's degree in chemistry, you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and, there's, and there was a guy that was just in boxing trunks, no shirt, just trunks. You know, in Rocky's boxing trunks, and he was walking around the whole fucking night. Um, was he built at least? Was, did did he have the physique for it? No, he was no Sylvester Stallone. Ah, so, Jesus. yeah, that, that wouldn't have worked. So then after that, <laughs> I'm just sitting back in the fucking wheelchair, and I'm just, like, sitting there away from the fucking crowd of people because it was just, like, annoying. So, And then they're like, like to uh, introduce now Drabril... Something I don't know the kid's name from I can't pronounce it from Halloween 2018. You know the kid, kid that's like you're gonna die, Dave. Um, yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. Kid. Oh, he's like okay. he's coming in to cut the to cut the Michael Myers cake. So I didn't even stand Why up. Why would for they that. have I him? Didn't they? They had uh, James uh, Jude Courtney had was Halloween. there. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't. They did not have him. And I wanted to get his autograph but I could not find him for the life of me. So I did not get to see him, unfortunately. Like, you're in a wheelchair. You just ask somebody. And in the but vendor's room... There are room, people that work there. Yeah. And in the <laughs> vendor's room, I did not find Scream Team releasing. I do not know where they were. You motherfucker. I found Fright Rags, but they didn't have my Sam, my Sam Loomis lager, so I was very disappointed. I wanted that so bad. Because it has Donald's face on it, and I just want to wear Donald's face on my body. <laughs> I, I got you one with Donald. Yeah, I know, on it. I know. And I was gonna wear that to the show, but it was too cold. I was freezing. So you I need did. to get a Donald room. You know how Donald had a Michael room in H two O, like yes. a jerk off room with everything all over the wall, all the Michael stuff. That's what you need. You need a Donald room and everything in there, like every artifact you can get with Donald statue I, and I would do lager. That. You know? I would do that in a heartbeat. When we when we it. sell this place and we get into a new place, I will have a a Donald sanctuary and um, at least a closet, right? Well, some kind of shrine that I Something. can just go and 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 pray to him right. every day. I'll do that. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus <Christ. Bring> <laughs> I'll have a All Donald right. cult, the cult of Pleasance. Thank you. <laughs> Oh shit! What's well, extreme Ghostbusters? I'm sorry, John. That came after. I don't know either. That came after the real Ghostbusters. Well, see, the real Ghostbusters morphed into Slimer and the real Ghostbusters, and then Slimer oh. and the real Ghostbusters went into extreme Ghostbusters. So I have the real Ghostbusters. What's the difference, though? Is it the same characters? Yeah, the it's same, the same, uh, it's the same characters. And... Yeah. Basically, Voice well, actors? well, Slimer is, is, is designed a little differently in Extreme Ghostbusters. And the main reason that I didn't just automatically jump on it is because Hulu does have the complete series. So at least for oh. now, I can watch it on there. Um, nice. Well, that's cool. At least you can watch it. Because I don't, don't remember that bucks. One, So You don't spend 50 on that cartoon. It's not like it's high def thing that you really want. Oh, no. If, if it was high def, there would be... You know, but they had a little nice little... Slimer animation on the cover, and I was just like, 
I could, and they had some fucking Slimer decal, and I should have fucking went back and got it, but I was already past it, and I... Uh, you are fucking ridiculous. Didn't feel like walking back, because... You know, <laughs> Slimer? It was like a decal, and you could, like, and I was like... And it looked like, you know, Helper Slimer from Ghostbusters 2, and I was like, I could really get on board with this Helper Slimer. I love Helper Slimer. He's so helpful. Alright, alright, so... <laughs> Hopefully in the upcoming Ghostbusters 3, he's Helper Slimer again. That's the goal. Uh, you and I are going to go to a convention. We're going to do it right, you, and since you're not above playing up the gimpy angle... I told my cousin, know. I said, if you wanted me to, I would just go there and I'd look like I'm biting my ear and be like, Movie size! No Campbell! If you did that, you could have grabbed her ass and got away with it. I'd be like, oh, yeah. When she's like, "Do you want a picture?" Yeah, picture. I'll have. When you put your little gippy arm around her, you could have just got a whole handful right there, buddy. Well, and Dolph. And you know, she wouldn't have said a goddamn thing. And Dolph Lundgren was charging. Dolph Lundgren was fucking seventy for 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 an autograph. And seventy for a table photo as well. So that's a hundred and forty for Dolph Lundgren if we're doing it. If I wheeled Crazy. up to Dolph, I would be like, "What are you fuck?" I don't think he would have cared. I don't think he would have given a fuck at all, man. He would just be like, oh. "He would have just turned to your cousin, and been like, is he getting a picture?' Hundred and forty." <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe these prices, dude. I can't I know. believe. You know? Dude, that's, uh, that's not even the half of it. I mean, Feruza, Feruza was like, you know, for these photo ops, they're charging you like like over oh, those are if you have sick. a photo op. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, really? it's crazy. Um, it I guess I can't say anything. Right. I, I looked into one of the photo ops uh, last fall. I don't even remember what convention it was. But they, they had... Um, uh, the major players from Ash vs. Evil Dead, mm. and you Bruce? could do a photo op with them green screen and them in costume. Oh god! And it was it was Bruce. Um, uh, I don't remember the other two's names, and I apologize. Um, and uh, Ted Raimi. So it was the four of them, and it was like three fifty. And I'm sitting there looking at it, it's like. I'm willing to pay that if I go. <laughs> well, there you go. It's cool to have the option. You know, at least that's one great thing about nowadays is that we have the options to do all this stuff. I wish it wasn't so much, and I wish people would, like, you know, not give whatever they want, but nobody has any – nobody knows how to boycott. Nobody knows how to freaking have any discretion with their money. They just go, and they're so happy. To, and we're all we're all geeks. We're all into that shit, so I understand right. the passion. So I, I can't – you know, say anyone's wrong for doing it because they're not. They're, they're happy. Like Feruza, because she's it's a rarity to see her anywhere. Yeah. So that's why for me, I would do it because I love her. So that's different. So who am I to say pay a hundred for Feruza, but don't pay it for longer? I don't know. Right. I just who am right. I to say? But man, it's a lot of money. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It is just for that quick meeting and you know a photograph. But um. I have to say, and I'm not even going to reminisce about you know meeting past celebrities, and it only cost me twenty bucks. I, I will go back to last year when I went to um, uh, uh, Day of the Dead weekend or oh, Dead weekend, man. whatever the fuck it was in Pittsburgh here in in Monroeville Mall, 
awesome. some of them, some of them that are are pretty much a complete no name, like uh, the female lead, uh, Mike. You know her name probably. I don't. Um, from Dawn which, or from Day? From Dawn. Oh. oh okay. Um, oh, you're talking um, about what's her name? Um, yeah. It wasn't Lori. Somebody. I don't know who the fuck she is. No, it's not Lori. It'll come. To that me. was Day. Right. Or Dead, I think Lori was Lori Carter uh, or something. I met her, the whole photograph, and it was 40 bucks, and it was like, eh, it's a little high, it's whatever, you know, it's cool. And, you know, you go into, like, that big room, and there was Greg Nicotero and Tom Savini and, you know, everyone like that, and Nicotero, 40 bucks, not a problem at all. Here, nice. boom, on the table. He was really cool, got to talk to him. And, you know, Savini, as I'm talking to Nicotero about, you know, beer and blah, 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 I look over and Savini goes to lunch, just like, fuck. So I, I waste some time, and he eventually comes back, and all his handlers are gone. It's like, well, do I approach? Yeah. So I go over, and I start talking to him. And, you know, we always hear horror stories about Savini, right? Anything you see online, he's either cool or a complete and utter asshole to people. Right. And I have to say I got the privilege of meeting the cool Savini because none of his handlers were there, and he's just chilling at the table. And I walk up, and I'm not an asshole. I don't, you know, hey, can you sign this or anything like that? I, I walk up, and I'm just like, hey, Mr. Savini, are you, you know, able to do this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So get the autograph, and um, my fiance wasn't interested at that point because we'd done a three-hour tour, seeing all the locations and everything. She was burnt out at that point, so she just kind of sure. fucked off to go shopping. Oh. And I didn't have anyone to take the picture, and Savini's like, no, 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 no. And he grabs the phone, and... You know, he takes it himself with me, and cool. he was completely cool. And you know, I'm I'm thinking, you know, he's going to be forty, fifty. He's like twenty bucks. Holy shit! Wow. So, yeah, and you know, I actually talked to him. I think the longest out of everyone, and he was completely cool the entire time. That's so. awesome, man. That's yeah. the one thing that prevented me from ever seeing him because I he's a favorite of mine, and I, I would never. I, I can't imagine going and have a bad experience. That's that's what's you know prevented me from ever visiting with him. But that's that's awesome. He had a great experience. Twenty bucks. Well, I, I think I think part of the problem is is a lot of times what I see or hear is people are trying to get him when he's he's not you know setting at his booth or whatever. They see him out and about in Pittsburgh or, or this or that. They run into him. It's like, oh hey, can I do it? It's like no. No, I'm I'm not in engaging mood. Fuck off. I just want to go to my car. I want to go home. Or, you know, it's just like I, I just want to go into Old Navy and buy some black T-shirts, man. Fuck off, you know. But <laughs> right. at that point in time, no, he was completely cool. We talked about the burning, you know, shit like that. And, you know, he was awesome. So I, I think that's the problem is people try and engage celebrities at the wrong point in time. You know, they're, they're not public figures that always have to be at your beck and call. They're, they're people, too. So, oh. Absolutely. Galen Ross, that's her name. That, yeah. That, I knew yeah. it would come to me. I knew it was a weird name. Yeah. <laughs> She's cool, though. She was in Mad Man, too. I know you're a big Mad Man fan, John. Mad oh, Man. yeah. Fucking love Mad Man. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Ellers is his best friend forever. <laughs> I, me and Paul have talked off and on for years now since since we interviewed him paul is he's fucking awesome he's blown off rabbit and red since since we since we got it going again so i i don't enjoy him anymore that's fine you never told me you were having issues he never responded to my inquiry and that's kind of disappointing 
No. Well, okay, I'll just call him. I have his house number. Well, <laughs> oh, freaking da for you. <laughs> <laughs> IMDb so my... Pro doesn't have that information. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you. I call him and talk to him sometimes. <sighs> nice, see? That's great. So, Mike, you didn't go see DH on the no. VIP because you've met her before? Is that the, that the only reason why? Yeah, you never met plus, Nev? Okay. Well, yeah. And plus, Just want to make sure. $75 for her is a little steep. Although, whoa, 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 yeah, but you were whoa, skipping everybody. Wait. VIP. Yeah. 75 bucks is a bit much for her. What, the, what, what are you trying to say here, Mike? Well, I mean, you know, outside of it, I know, look, I know she's married and she's got a child, you know, she's got a child. And her pussy now is probably cavernous, but I, you know, I would deal with it. Um, but what does know. that have to do with you know? I mean, you I have her pants. What else can I get from her? I mean, well, honestly, she was also doing a photo op in the Halloween Four clown costume. I saw that. That was creepy. expensive. That's I kind of weird. Yeah, I wouldn't want that because no, it's like pedophilia almost. I don't know it's yeah, weird. It's, it just rubs me wrong, I guess. Just yeah, I can't, I can't do that. Like when I want to see her and look at her, I want to see her in her natural form. I don't want to see her with a mask on. You know, Not that would just be what, weird. costume. No. Yeah, that would just. Be what weird. What if you would have got her from Rob Zombie's Halloween? Right. Well, uh, yeah, if we could have her in, you know, what she was wearing. Um, when she goes to run out of the house and, you know, she falls down and he kind of like drags her back in and the door closes, you know, she wasn't wearing a top at that point and she was just in the leggings that I have on my wall. Um, you don't have enough money. You know, I I don't think you could afford that photo op. Okay. Well then we'll do this. We'll get her in costume, you know, from what she was wearing from Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Um, when she's in the bathroom and her intestines are falling out and they're trying to like hold her intestines in and she's all like Lori's crying and she's crying and Brad Dorf sees her dead body and he's crying you all know? Right, all right, all right. what she was wearing there I think works you're joking well see because that covers her tits the possibilities so, there if if you just did some pasties or whatnot on her please, she actually volunteered that. for that yeah. and you could recreate you know the yeah. the Brad Dorf like holding and the I can dead do that Danielle covered in blood stuff. And, and I can do that, that would because be a badass. Because when I watch when I watch Rob Zombie's yeah. Halloween two, still to this day, I get emotional and break down at that scene. So I can do that. Yeah, you just have to flash back, and I have to, to go to the footage now behind too, so the scenes of Halloween five as a little girl playing with the dog. Yep. <laughs> or, or 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 you want her. Here she is. Come and get your little girl. No, 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 no. That's fucking horrible. No, don't do that. Michael. That's ruinous. Michael, come to the heart of the old house. The heart of the old house right here. Oh, now, okay, if you could do that, Mike. If she if she put herself in the clown costume yes. and allowed you to dress up in the trench coat Give me a fucking and, and dress like coat. Donald, Give would me you do that? Give me a fucking trench coat. I will be there in a second. Hundred and fifty dollars. Would you I do will, that? I will be your fucking Loomis, baby. I will <laughs> yeah, be your. You fucking wouldn't think Loomis. twice about that. His, his only question would be, "Can you get on your knees so you look smaller?" <laughs> well, she's small. I mean, she's she's tiny to begin with. I think she's only like five two or five three. She's not yeah. that tall. Yeah. She is. Um, I I have but that a tattoo. With her she is going and... down her side. Oh, 
Boy, is that nice. Yeah, I have a picture with her, that. actually. And uh, I think she only comes up to, like, my nipple. She she oh, is boy. tiny. Wow. Yeah, standing beside her is no wonder, you know, like, Kane Hodder and everyone looks monstrous. It's, well, well, yeah, you're a fucking midget. I mean, you know. <laughs> she's, right. Well, no wonder she's, you know, going to be fucking... Well, she's over 40. She's going to be fucking 42, and she's still able to play high schoolers. So, you know. Well, do you think do you think she's going to be in Hatchet 5? Um Oh wait, that's right. Victor Crawley was Hatchet 4. I was I was going to stop you for a second and be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? They haven't made a Hatchet 4." And then I was like, "Oh wait, yeah, they did." I still yeah, haven't watched it, ask. so I don't know. Is um, it official? Are they making it? Is uh, there something I haven't cuz I didn't know that was going to happen. That'd be cool, but Well, they tease it. Yeah, um They did. Uh, when I when I last met uh, Adam, he he seemed optimistic. But here's here's the thing: I don't think we're gonna really get the confirmation. I think he likes playing coy. I mean, think about it with um, uh, digging up the marrow. No one knew about it until it came out with Victor Crowley. Nobody knew about it until it premiered. So, man, wouldn't it be great if everything was like that? Like the old yes. days. Yes, yeah, we need that. We need that yeah. again. I that, miss that. that. Was, that was honestly my biggest gripe about the new Halloween was somebody farted on set and there were 50 fucking articles about it and photos and it's just like, God damn, leave a little fucking mystery. Let me experience it in the movie. I can't turn on fucking social media without seeing everything Halloween. Jesus. I know. And it's it's not easy to do. You can't avoid it like I did. I always avoid everything and every. it's not easy. It's almost like an art form to be able to, to <laughs> you know, like like the It is supposed to come out. This the, For It Chapter 2, the trailer is coming out. Somebody said something today in the group page about um, it's coming out this month sometime. As soon as I hear that it's coming out, if someone says it's coming out Wednesday the 18th, whatever it is, as soon as I hear that, I will not be online uh, for the two days prior, the day of, and the two days after. I just will not go on Facebook or Twitter. I will just stay offline. Just because I don't want to see a still, I don't want to see the trailer, I don't want to hear reactions, nothing. I mean, it sucks we have to do that, but of course I'm more tight than everybody else about it. I realize right. that. Well, That's me. What I do is I'll watch the first trailer, and then if it intrigues me, I'm done. Like, I, I avoid the rest of it, just so I get that flavor. I get the, ooh, this is going to be bad. Or I get the, oh, okay, this is going to be good. But... Uh, yeah, I, I do practically the same thing. And I, I will actually, if I'm really excited about it, I, I will actually go to some lengths to, to avoid it. I remember um, I was super hyped for the Evil Dead remake, obviously. I mean, I'm a huge right. Evil Dead fan. I'm giant deadite. Um, uh, I went to a theater to watch something, I don't remember. And uh, the second Red Band trailer starts, and I'm like, fuck! So... I just close my eyes, fingers in the ear, like a little yeah. kid. It's like underwater. It's like no, 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 not gonna ruin this. That's <laughs> exactly probably look like Mike in a theater. Like no, I do it to this day. I bring earbuds with me everywhere I go, so I almost always have them with me. And if I go in the theater, I have it. I pull my head down, I put the earbuds in, I listen to some, or I just plug up my ears with them. Don't necessarily have to listen. Well, one time right. I forgot the earbuds, and I went to see something with my wife and my daughter. I forgot what it was, and the Halloween trailer came on. And as soon as it came on, I just saw a street and kids walking, and I knew what it was. So I didn't have anything with me, so I literally <laughs> put my fingers in my ear, yep. and I, I hummed a song, because I think the, the trailer before, 
there was a, a song in the trailer. So I had a song in my head. I think it was like, um, can't take my eyes off of you or some ridiculous, some old song. So I, right. I literally plugged my ears and I hummed for fucking 90 <laughs> seconds. And when I was done, my, my daughter grabbed my arm. My wife said, it's over. I said, okay, I know I look like an idiot. I don't fucking care. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. I, who wants well, to see, be spoiled? Not me. Right. That, that bit me in the ass. Cause when that was going on, I, I wasn't sure. Um, the person I was with told me it was over, and I take my my fingers away, and I just hear, "We're gonna get you." It's like mother fucker. <laughs> and he left it out. Even in the film, so yeah, <laughs> I can't believe they left that out. That pissed because I love that. Yeah. that was before yeah. I was anti-trailer. I I stopped watching trailers after the Conjuring trailer. That was the one that made me quit. It was because of the um the clap game. Remember when they showed the thing and yeah. there's a yeah. she clap behind him. Ever yeah. since then. I said, you know what? I'm not fucking watching trailers anymore, and that's when I stopped. So whatever year that was, that that was it. So, but Evil Dead trailer, they came on at the end. That was such a good scene. Why would they take that out? Man. Right, right. Well, yeah. I I think the problem with trailers is, man, they're not made by the studio, anyone really involved. They're just handed the thing and like, oh, let's make a trailer out of this. Well, this scene's cool, so they ruin everything because it looks fucking cool. The people that make the fucking film should have at least final say, if not get to make the trailers. That way, they are presenting what they want. I mean, I know Marvel does that because they mislead you and whatnot, but it seems like the general films out there, they don't have any fucking say. I mean, the one that comes to mind uh, most notably, at least to me, is Drive Angry. Because it was you know, marketed, ruining the spoiler. Mm-hmm. And then you watch the film and you're like, wait, it was supposed to be a surprise this guy was from hell? Because they played Koi the entire time, but the trailers, every single one blatantly ruined it. It's like, well, that's fucking horse shit. <sighs> How stupid. Like, look at it this way. If somebody put together a, a podcast promo for Rabbit and Red, saw an outside party, and they listened right. to all your shows, and then they said, okay, we're, we're going to do it at the end, we're going to put out this promo. Wouldn't you guys say... Can I listen to it before you put it out? Doesn't it like common sense? Because it's a representation of your fucking show. <laughs> right. Like, what the? F- why would I don't get it? Why? I wonder why they don't listen. I wonder why the, the, the directors or who whoever you know why don't they? I don't know. Watch the trailer. It's it's weird that they wouldn't give a shit because they could completely. I I think sink you. I was just, yeah. I I just I I think that they are completely removed. You know, the studio gets it, they're done. Okay, well, so-and-so company will make a trailer. And then the company just puts it out. Like, the, the director, he's done, he's he's finished his project, he has no more say. And I, I think that's the problem is, you know, they are the artists behind it. They should have say on everything. If you trust them enough to create this, trust them enough to have the intelligence on how to present it to people. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. It's fucking weird. But I guess it's not hurting anybody. The only people it hurts are the viewers, and <laughs> nobody gives a shit about us. We're just the ones that are paying for it, but hey. <laughs> you know? Well, people are, people are so used to it. I mean, now, I mean, look, people, people want trailers early. They want behind-the-scenes photos. They want to know everything, and it's like, why? Why do you want to fucking ruin that experience? Dude, it, it sucks. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. It's just like wrestling. 
Like, I remember when it was exciting when the internet first was going on and everyone was getting spoilers and wrestling was during the Monday Night Wars and people were jumping, chipping, and And at the time, it was really exciting because you people finally got the insides uh, of wrestling and the, the inside terms and this. And, and this guy's contract expires here. Look for freaking X-Pac to show up on Raw this night. And at the time, it was exciting because it's new. Nowadays, flash forward 20 years, if you're a fan of that product... Everybody knows everything before it's even going to happen, and it sucks. Don't you want to sit and watch something and be surprised? I don't get – I don't know. I, I, I completely agree, but I think wrestling is actually finally starting to wise up and use it to their advantage. They're, they're putting misinformation and shit out there so people run with it, and they can twist it. Um, uh, trying to think of an example. Uh, oh, most recently – well, at least for me – uh, something with Nakamura, where apparently he was supposed to spit in a producer's face and shove people and say it was bullshit, and then, you know, he's working a, a fucking retarded angle later that night, and it's like, really? If he's really pissed off spitting in people's face, he's not gonna come out here and act like a fucking retard. He's, he's gonna really tell them this is bullshit and leave. You know? Right. That's how it goes, but he got people watching and it got people's attention, so it, it, it served his purpose, I guess. Yeah, it's just a shame. I just, I mean, who again? Who am I to criticize the way anybody else lives their life? But me personally, when I when my ass hits the seat, I don't want to know anything going in. I want to go in as blind as possible because I take my viewing seriously and I want the best experience I could have. And to me, me personally, I think it diminishes your experience to know things. I think it's to sit down and watch it. It's like the analogy I made. If you could watch the Super Bowl, like let's say the Super Bowl was a taped game, <laughs> and before the Super Bowl came on, yeah, they pre-recorded the Super Bowl, yet you could see the highlights from the game before you watch the game. Would you want to see that? No, fuck no. What's right. the point of even watching the game then? There you go. That's what I'm saying. It's the same fucking thing with trailers and movies and shit. I know that's a bit extreme, but that's the way I see it. I think it, it would take away from the experience. You know this guy's going to make a great catch. You know what's going to happen here, This, etc. But I just, I can't do it. I mean... Whatever. Everybody's different. I can't. I can't fuck with trailers. I just not for me. No, I I agree. I agree. Um, but you know, this is basically just us old men bitching because let's face facts, <laughs> the world ain't gonna change because you and I think it's horse shit. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Amen. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. All right. So let's let's take us a little break here, and we will come back. And talk about some more horse shit. We will be talking 4K. Lovely, lovely format. Love you. Another day to find you Tying away 
die for Just to play my worries away You're all the things I've got to remember You're shying away Well, I'll be coming for you anyway Do you like horror movies? I sure do. Well, did you know that most horror movies are inspired by real-life horror? Really? Like what? Well, take The Shining, for instance. That's based on Stephen King's real-life addictions, or The Purge, which could be our country any minute now. Oh, and The Strangers, which is based on a real-life murder. People should be talking about these things. Hey, guys. Oh, oh hey, Producer, Producer Michael. Producer Michael, oh, Well, I hate to break it to you, but somebody already is. It's you. <gasps> That's right. We are Friday the 13th, the podcast where we talk about horror in real life and horror in media, all from an LGBTQ perspective. Because we gay, y'all. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, and we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come along with us on this crazy journey, and as always, get slayed. All right, and we're back, and this is me being peaceful and reserved and quiet, and because I know what's coming, and I don't like it. The storm, Michael. The storm is coming. Oh, God, it's not fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we get into that, Mike, um, we were kindly asked by a uh, new sponsor of the show... Sponsored. To promote them a little bit. So, uh, let's see if my dyslexic ass oh, God. can actually read this. Oh, and boy. Buckle in, people, because if anyone remembers uh, Graveshift Radio when I actually had to read synopsis, whew, here we go. I, I don't remember because I never listened, but okay. Peek behind the curtain. I'm not drinking now, so it might go a little better. <laughs> Maybe. You know, since you're dyslexic, do we need to... Maybe holding it upside down might help? Do you think? No, I would have to like reverse backwards. it so it's backwards oh. and yeah, oh, yeah. like red it's rum, complicated. like red rum. Yeah, red I never rum. understood the whole deal with that. People are just like red rum. I'm like, it says murder. What? 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 It says red <laughs> rum. <laughs> nice. <laughs> fucking murder. If only it actually worked like that, that'd be a cool thing. But anyway, I would love all right. So, hey, uh, listeners out there. Uh, I'm listening. Feel weird saying that. Dude, they should have a name like "Hey Rabbits" or "Hey I, I don't know." That's dumb. Redites. 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 Oh. Yeah, dude. Redites. All right. Hey Redites. Okay. Are you looking for a new paranormal and conspiracy podcast? Well then, check out that paranormal show. Oh God! It's, it's your scary. gateway to the weird world of the paranormal and conspiracies. Oh my God. You have my attention. With episodes on Roswell 
MK Ultra, Black Eyed Children, and more. There is something for all paranormal and conspiracy fans to enjoy. Don't miss our upcoming episode on H.H. Holmes, one of the most notorious serial killers of all time. And that motherfucker was serious. That paranormal show is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbeam, Google Play, and Sprecher. Enjoy. Um, does MK Ultra mean Mortal Kombat Ultra? Is that what that is? No, that was when the U.S. government uh, gave LSD to a town, I believe. Oh, like maybe Blue Sunshine. Yeah. Sure. I don't think I've ever seen that. You have it somewhere. I probably do. I'm not probably. You do. I just don't know where. <laughs> you know where. I don't know. In the closet. Yeah. Well, that just reminds me, uh, the whole H.H. Holmes thing. Uh, the whole Scorsese, DiCaprio, Hulu, I guess now, show on H.H. Holmes, that could be pretty badass, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can't comment on it because I know something about H.H. Holmes that's contrary to what everybody believes. Oh, God. And I listened to a podcast that um, that I'm friends with the host, uh, particularly Tab. It's Jacob and Tab, Test Pattern, and they put everything into their podcast, and occasionally they do... um, a, a true crime thing. And they've done, I think, three so far. They did one on H.H. H. Holmes about two months ago. And I urge you to listen to it because it's eye-opening. It's They went into it with regular intentions. Like, let's say the three of us are going to do a show about H.H. H. Holmes. And we're going to do right. it, all the research we could and talk about you know, uh, his notorious acts and this and the hotel and everything going on. And the more they dove into it, the more they found out some things. And H.H. H. Holmes is not what people think he is. And it's... All I can say is go listen to that because I don't want to burst anybody's bubble. Oh, no. Especially hmm. any, any... Yeah, go and listen to that show. It's Test Pattern is the name of the podcast. And look up the H.H. H. Holmes show, show. They have no reason to freaking, you know, to be contrary. They're not like that, but... Right. All I'm going to say They have no reason is, to kind of spin it. So. Right. right. And, and, and there's, there's been a lot of books written about him. And... Um, the more they dove into it, the more they're like, well, you know what? There's no substantial evidence about this, this, or this. This happened. Anyway, check that right. out, too. Yeah, it's right. pretty right. interesting. But the Scorsese, DiCaprio thing, they were heavily involved in the beginning, and then they just kind of fell off. Like, they're there in uh, – it's almost like a, a celebratory title. I think they have, like, production credits, mm-hmm. but they're so really they're... not involved like now. Like, initially, DiCaprio was going to be hands-on and everything else, but – Somehow they're still getting credits, but it's not really their their gig anymore. Okay. So basically, paid. they they developed it, and now it's been taken away from them. And right, yes. okay. And initially, so, it was going to be their baby, but something happened. Right. I don't know what. That, uh, that's what I've heard. Uh, interesting. Twitter's uh, five with is. Leonardo DiCaprio. That's what <laughs> yes. happened. Well, yeah. Fuck you. Uh, my big question <laughs> is: Do you guys do you guys think it will actually be released? In 4K. Ah, ah, nice little segue there. Yes. You like that? You like that? Yes. <laughs> Castle Rock got like... released in 4K. It did. Did it? Castle Rock Season 1, yes it did. To be purchased, you're saying? To like be purchased. Like a 4K? 4K disc, really? yes sir. Interesting, okay. I didn't get around to watching it yet, but yes, I do know it is in 4K, <laughs> yes. Because I was going to buy All right, it. Well, 
if you haven't noticed, people, we are here to talk about 4K. And if you haven't noticed, I, I, I don't know what you're doing because that's probably somewhere in the title of it. It's going to be on the show art. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. If you clicked on this and are actually listening, I, I don't know how you missed it. But anyway, the discussion point here is 4K. I'm looking at and, uh, 4K right now and I love it so much. So before we really get rolling on this, I actually did a little bit of research. Oh, God. And here we go. Before everyone starts shitting on me for my opinion, oh, yeah. allow me to state what I'm using because I am using high quality stuff here. So my opinion is not based off of well my movie is, you know, this and my TV's not actually UHD, but from my experience, no. Here, here's what I'm, I'm rocking. All right, yeah. I have a uh, Samsung, 65 uh, inch 4K UHD TV. All right, 240 With refresh rate. A 240 refresh rate. Are you sure? 240 <laughs> refresh rate. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went and looked up the specific model of my Samsung TV. Yes. And yeah, it has the motion rate 240 delivers seamless motion. Do you have it so, set yes. to that in your settings? Yes. Are you sure? Yeah. Positive. Yes, of course. I, I went right into the settings and shut off the motion blur and all that that's, that's stupid good horseshit. Boy. Good or, boy. Yeah. Good boy. So, not only is that what I'm working with, but I also did research on the format itself. So, before we get going here, people, bear with me. Because 4K first became a thing when the first 4K camera came out clear back in 2003. I love it. Now, this was just a camera with the uh, rate of 4K. YouTube was the first place to really start embracing it uh, in 2010. Oh, boy. All right? Mm -hmm. Now, theaters actually started projecting movies in 4K back in 2011. So you can see it, it's catching on. It's a little slow, but it's catching on. Screen in 4K. Good. Continue. In June of 2013, mm -hmm. Sharp announced that they are putting out the very first 4K Ultra HD TV. Now, this was the first one with, you know, 4K certified resolution. Mm -hmm. All right? And then, and Netflix uh, started actually streaming select things in 4K back in 2014. And then, in early 2016... The first 4K players were released. Oh, God, yeah. So when we're talking about this, we're talking about a format that's still eh, a little new, all right. And I think that is something that should be placed here in in the beginning. You know, this should kind of kick things off. We we need to keep that in mind because I think that has a lot to do with my opinion and how things have went. All right. So with all that being said, uh, all of us here have experience with 4K. We all have 4K TVs. We all have 4K players. We've all watched 4K media on them. Oh, God, yes. We've all experienced it. And Dave, you are a new convert, and that's why you're here. Oh. And 
it's been nice hearing about your your exploits and whatnot but you know for our listeners that may not be wise and haven't had their head exploded yet why don't why don't you you know just kind of give your initial opinion on it just on 4k is the format or are you talking about the physical media aspect of it well, I want to be clear before I say right, it because right. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna fall in the middle and because uh, I know where this is gonna go. We're gonna be talking about physical copies. We're gonna be right. talking about streaming. We're gonna be talking about the quality of 4K in comparison. I know we're gonna go all over the place, and I am going to be in the middle on on, on a couple of things. But I want to make sure. Um, well, what I'm really asking, I, I guess, Dave, is your first experiences with it. What what is kind of your initial take on it with just your initial experiences? Okay, well, it took me a while to get on it because I I couldn't get uh, a 4K TV until I moved into my house, which I eventually did the last May. And one of the first things I did when I got my house was spent all all of my good money on <laughs> on, on that stuff. I you know, uh, and I got a 4K TV. I got a Sony um, whatever the hell it was, 4K 65 inch, whatever. Uh, Michael. I, t- I remember speaking to you about it as I was buying it. I was talking to people. I was going online. I was talking to you. I was talking to Jason Lloyd. I was talking to people that I know that are in the know on these things because I used to be really hands-on with it, but the 4K is, is, is a new thing. So right. I was very careful before I bought what I bought. I, I can't just walk in and take anybody's word. I have to research, and I, I, I know I talked to Michael J. Uh, a little bit about the research, uh, about the TVs I was looking at and about the sound bar I was buying. So... I got like a top-of-the-line soundbar, and I got a, a really good Sony uh, 4K, whatever, 65-inch. And that was the first time I watched it. And, of course, I loved it right off the bat because it, it was an immediate improvement. Even though I was happy with my TV I had before, I had a 42-inch uh, Vizio that I really liked. It had better quality, believe it or not, than my parents' Samsung. And I don't know, I don't know why. But I guess Vizio is kind of something where it's, it's a crapshoot because they're, everything is done third market with them. Where they're, right. Yeah, one year it's coming from one company and one year it's coming from another. It's weird with Vizio and I can, you have to get someone better than me to explain it. But I happened to get a real quality TV and I loved it and I had everything that goes with that. I had a nice soundbar with that, so I'm all about that. But as soon as I got my new TV, the Sony, I noticed an immediate difference. You know, it, it was better than... Than I had before. The first thing I watched on it, Blu-ray wise, was Suspiria. I I, I, I waited mm-hmm. for my TV and my soundbar to watch Suspiria. I couldn't wait because I knew that was going to be the experience, and it blew me away. So right off the bat, it, it was a big improvement for me. Nice. All right, Mike. How did you pop your cherry? What was the first 4K that really just inserted itself? balls deep in your enjoyment well i remember what was it when when i well when i got the 4k tv well no we got that for my mom for christmas one year and we just got the 4k tv or at least your mom really cares about that quality well no she like she watches tv that's like her main thing so my brother was like well i need my soaps in the highest quality michael J. she loves her days of our lives that's all i can say she (laughs) loves days of our lives so yeah exactly so um but i want to be able to count every grain of sand in that opening michael (laughs) horrible 
horrible, horrible, horrible. But um, so we get the we get the TV set up, and I thought that he just got the TV. So he's like, you know, why don't you go, um, you know? And then I had to, I think I had to go piss or something. So I go in the bathroom, and I'm all like, whatever in there. And I come out of the bathroom, and I see that my my um, my Sony Blu-ray player that I had attached to the you know the old TV is no longer there and I'm like I wonder what why that's not there and then I looked closer and I realized that it was the the Samsung 4K player and I was like now I know that we were just getting the TV and I said that that would be fine because I could just put the Blu-rays in there and upconvert and it would be okay until I got the player but I would start buying 4K movies anyway because that way when I got the 4K player it you know the the media came with both 4K and Blu-ray, so I'd be set. Um, but lo and behold, my brother ended up surprising me with the 4K player. I went into hysterics, um, <laughs> and I believe he bought me. What did he buy? Um, Sully with Tom Hanks on 4K. Um, the original Ghostbusters, um, and I think. There was maybe one or two more that he got, but I remember, so that was hooked up. I think the first thing I did was I popped in um, Sully just to see what it looked like, and it was weird because I was watching it, and I'm like, it's like I'm watching like a live TV show, like a live, like a news story or something being broadcast because of the quality. I'm like, this just looks absolutely fucking amazing. I'm in love with this. Then I took that out, and I put Ghostbusters in. Now, I've seen Ghostbusters before. So, obviously, you know, I'm jumping around, and of course I go to the part when they're in the fucking hotel with Slimer, and I see that little fucker flying around in the 4K, and I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, this is like a whole new fucking dimension of of the Slimer character, and I fell in love with it, and again, I broke down and started getting all emotional over it, and, uh... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> right. Go back to Soli. Go back to fucking Gordon Soli. <laughs> that was a good movie Reeled too, in. by the Reeled way. Reeled in. Reeled in. in. Alright. Alright, we're just gonna cut you off there because <laughs> you you're like being that. hysterical. I mean, Mike, Mike. <laughs> have you seen Donald in 4K yet? Yes, have I you, have. Have you... Yes, oh I have. my god, I watched, isn't it glorious? Well, actually... You so, can almost so, see the bourbon well, fumes coming well, no. from his mouth. Well, no, so the next day... <laughs> well, no, so the next day what I did was... I'm like, okay, so this was before the original Halloween came out on 4K. So I was like, I wonder how the producer's cut of 6 would look on the TV. So I put the Yeah, so I put the producer's cut of 6 in, the 4K player, and I sat there and I watched and I was like, holy fuck. It's like I was awakened. I was like, this is a whole new viewing experience of the producer's cut for me. And I couldn't make it through. I basically cried the entire fucking film. Uh, I'm not going to think about it because I'm going to go there again. All right. All right. So uh, before the house, we had a very nice apartment and once we'd got that yeah. uh, I decided that we we needed a better TV so I actually did a, a bunch of online research just uh, on the most 
uh, clinically, eh, clinically, Jesus Christ, <laughs> clinically, <laughs> <laughs> the the most praised uh, 4K capable TV, and uh, there was. I don't, I don't even remember. It's like Apple or something, and then it was the Samsung that I bought, and it was just such a huge price difference. And according to the the reviews, there wasn't a huge difference noticeable. So of course, I, I bought the Samsung because I could actually afford it, and it wasn't like buying a house. Um, and God, what was it that Christmas? Uh, I, I asked the old lady for a 4K player because she asked what I wanted. That's what I wanted. And I got it. And so, oh, God, that's, mm, I've had the 4K player now for about a year and a half, I guess, now. So I'm, I'm kind of immersed in it. And I, like everyone else, was blown away. You know, you walk into, like, Best Buy or something, and you see the displays, and you know, they, they've got their best 4K shit plan, and it looks fucking fantastic. It looks more real than real life, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You're walking in, and it's just like, I've been living in the Twilight Zone. Why doesn't my world look like that? Why isn't it that vivid? Why can I see the model's pores? Oh, God, she's got a horrible pimple. They should have digitally fixed this. But you're seeing all that, and you're just blown away, and you're just imagining fuck, what if my favorite movies looked this good? So from the moment I saw it, like many of you, and all of you guys out there listening, I had a raging fucking 4K hard-on for this thing. I needed to have it. So now I have it, and, you know, like everyone else, of course you have it, so you have to start collecting. And I start collecting, and uh, I have to say, at first... Um, the first one that really stood out to me was uh, Dracula. Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. And I remember popping it in and watching it and thinking, it looks good, but it doesn't look great. Why doesn't it look like the other stuff? Why doesn't it look like all that 4K shit that you see on YouTube where some jackass with his iPhone shot it, or why doesn't it look like that display picture, you know? And the big thing and where this whole argument with Mike and I started is with Christine, all right? Uh-huh. So let me let me paint the picture. Christine is announced on 4K. Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of on the 4K bandwagon, you know? We haven't had the best relationship. She's not always putting out, but we're still there. We're still having fun. And it's like, Christine, man. Stephen King, John Carpenter, fucking badass car. Can't go wrong. Have to have it. So I buy it. And it comes in. And, God, Scream Factory had put it out, what, two years prior? Three Twilight years prior. Time. And then oh, Sony Twilight did Time. it. Sorry. Yes. There we Sorry. Go. And... I had a copy of that because Michael J is my friend and he burns everything for anyone that is remotely close to him. Obviously. And I remember watching that and I get the 4K and it's like, fucking excited for this. Mm-hmm. Mm. I put it in and I watch it and it was awesome. But the whole time I was sitting there, I was just like, it looks good, but it doesn't look great. Yes, it does. And I remember after it ended, I kept thinking that and it, it, it was bothering me. So the next day, I'm going to try something. So I, I 
put in my 4K disc, and I fast forward to the end where it's cool and shit's happening, you know. The fucking Fury's in the factory and it's trying to kill the people and the does are smashing the shit out of it. And I watch it. I watch the whole fucking scene. It was in a awesome. garage. Not a Whatever. factory. There you go. <laughs> well, it was a converted factory because well, no garage is that fucking big. Okay. Anyway. Whatever. Awesome. Fuck yeah. Pop it out. And then I grab my uh, Twilight Time. Thank you, Michael. And I put it in. Fucking... Scene jumped to right there, and I fucking start playing it, which the chapters are a little different. It was a little difficult. But anyway, I, I did it. I watch it. It's pretty fucking close. I'm, just, I'm watching it, and it's just like, it's just not as vivid. It's like the, the colors, it's like if you just turn down the colors, like, I don't know, 15%. I'm sitting there, it's like, I fucking paid $25 for, you know, cranking up the colors 15%. And that's really where this all started. And Mike has been solidly on the bandwagon since. Mm-hmm. And I've been educating myself on the differences. Because to break the illusion here, people... Sorry, Dave, you have to get used to... I talk with my hands. There's a lot of hands. <laughs> yeah, I'm Italian. I know. <laughs> I do all the time. <laughs> so to break the illusion... There is real 4K people, and then there's not real. There's fake K. It's just like with Blu-ray. Just like with Blu-ray, though. Some Blu-rays are much better quality than others. I'm with you. Right. And here's the problem that I found. Uh, You really have to do research if you're buying it. Because let's face facts. If you're buying a 4K disc, you want to be immersed. You want that full fucking experience, you know? I mean, if you have that, that means that you have the 4K player. You've dished out the money for that. You have the 4K TV. Let's face facts. If if you've gone that far, you probably have the gold-coated cables to hook everything up so it's the highest quality and everything, and you did your research, and you bought all that horse shit. You know, you went and you talked to the wizard, and he gave you the special potion to pour on everything so it magically works. You did the whole fucking thing. You even tickled his balls a little bit. All right, you got all of it. And then you'll you'll watch something and it just it doesn't do it, man. So that that's that's where it gets me because with Blu-ray, I I think of Blu-ray as the next progression, right? Just like DVD from VHS. It's the it's the progression. And yeah, just like with that, a couple of them weren't the best. And it was basically DVD quality just poured it onto a Blu-ray. Right, and I think the difference is is that with the 4K, it's been pimped so fucking hard that this is this is the Jesus Christ of media. You know, this is the savior, mm-hmm. and then they turn around and fuck you on it, and that's where I have a problem. Is because they need to be upfront, plain and simple. I mean, if if I'm buying Skull Island, you know, fucking King Kong and 4K, and it's not, why not just put 2K on it? Let's be honest here, people. You know, why why not let me know that you're just trying to fuck me a little bit and get the extra $10 out of me instead of just being like, hey, it's really the same thing as the Blu-ray, honestly. (laughs) 
So that that's my issue with it. But Mike, why don't you defend your position as the 4K is the best fucking thing ever? You know, it tickles your butthole mm-hmm. while you watch it. Yeah, or maybe well, goes because... a little past playing, huh, Michael? Well, because it's 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 not the same. Because Blu-rays don't have a thing called HDR involved. Okay, so that's We're where you're. Technical. Yeah, that's where you're getting the 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 boost of the color right there. I mean, audio. Yes, I'll give you audio is the same in both formats for for the most case. There's no 4K audio. It's more about the visuals, and HDR is very important. I mean, really, if you look at a movie on a non HDR TV versus a 4K TV that has HDR with it. I mean, a 4K disc especially. Like, you will notice that those colors, and they will pop. I mean, you know, right there. That does it. So so you're saying a 15% improvement in color. No, no, no. You say 15%, but it's more than 15%. It's that extra pop and pizzazz. For me... Oh, Jesus Christ, you sound like my old lady now. That's blue, it's not green. Motherfucker, that is green to me. I've been taught since grade school that's green. You just don't see it right. You're colorblind. Fuck you. You're colorblind. I'm not colorblind. You see everything in black and white. You see everything in black and white. There is no gray area. (laughs) Hmm. If I was colorblind, there'd be a bunch of gray. Oh. Ah, I, think, I think 20% is what I've been saying for the longest time since I started. I, I, I would say that it's a 24K for the most part. When you buy a 4K, it's a 20% improvement over Blu-ray. However, I'm going to side with John on the Christine argument because when I watched Christine, I, it didn't pop for me either. There were a couple daytime scenes where I noticed it, better quality than blue, a little bit. The nighttime scenes, you can't tell a difference. And for the most part, this is what I've noticed in many cases, that nighttime scenes, you don't see the pop quite as much. Right. Uh, even even Hereditary, because I watched the Blu-ray first, and then I got the 4K. So I watched them both within a month. And I will say, at the maximum, it's 20% better. But a lot of that movie's in the dark, and a lot of it's... You can't see. It's more, in my experience, daytime TV. Now, are, are my blues much better now? Possibly, because I intentionally held out to get what Jason Lloyd told me. I, we were showing, I, w- I was pricing a certain player for the longest time. And I, I think I told you about it, Mike, at the time. I was waiting and waiting and waiting for this player. It usually sells for 300 or 280 is it an Oppo, right? Is that what you went with? No, it's a Sony. It's oh, a you, Sony. oh, Sony, Sony, Sony. It was the top-rated player on on more than one website mm-hmm. for up-conversion of Blu-rays. Oh. And I knew it, and I waited. I said, well, I'm not going to spend $300 on it. I'm going to wait. Maybe the Black Friday sale. Maybe this, that, the other thing. And a weird thing happened. It was on sale at Target, listed for $250. Mm-hmm. And when I brought it up to the counter, it rang up for $150. Oh, shit. Yes. Oh. 
Ooh, I posted nice. it. On, dude, I posted it on, on the Exploding Heads page. Say, listen, if anybody wants to go to go right now, get this thing. It's selling for one fifty. Uh, a week ago, it was three hundred on Prime. Actually. Yeah, because yeah. it was a fluke thing, and I, I had a friend out here went and got the other one. There was three there at the one at the one target. So it just kind of happened, and I got lucky, mm-hmm. and I waited for that player. And for one fifty, I couldn't pass it up, so I got it. But so maybe because I'm used to up conversion of the blues, things are looking better already. Mm. That's that could be possible, but I'm gonna say it in the middle. Like I said, I'm gonna agree with John on the Christine issue for sure. That it's not to me a considerable difference. Now, does that mean if I buy the 4K of fucking something that's brand new, you know, like like Solo for example, and watch that? What that that's you know technically supposed to be top of the line colors and this and that and digitized and you know a, a movie from ni- 2018 compared to a movie from 1983, mm. you might see a difference. Maybe in that case, I think that's where 4K, like like Kong Skull Island, like you mentioned that movie. I think it really should pop because it's a newer movie. It's different. I don't know. Again, it's like I said earlier with Blu-rays. Some Blu-rays look fantastic, and others just don't. So I think I think it's the same with the 4K. I think it goes with any format. So well, well, here let, let me defend my point a little bit more. Um, basically, what I'm getting at is, is uh, when I'm talking about uh, real K or real 4K and, and 4K is the fact that uh, real 4K is actually 2160p. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. And then there's a lot out there that is released. It is a 4K disc, the whole thing, but it's actually mastered 2K, which is 1080p. So a lot of times you're paying for the 2160, and you're actually only getting 1080. Okay? That's where my issue comes in. The fact that studios out there are purposely doing this, taking the exact same, you know, the exact same product and just putting it on a 4K disc and selling it to you and not acknowledging at all that it is not what they are fucking selling you. That is bullshit, man. Um, that 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 is where I have an issue because I actually... Like I, I said, it started there, and I started watching and seeing more things, and just, you know, I thought about it too, Dave. Is like, is it just because I'm used to upconvert now? Is it used? I'm just used to watching Blu-rays on on all the the top of the line shit, so it's just upconverting. Is that my problem? And, and the more the research that I did, it, it's the fact that they're flooding the market because, hey, guess what? There's this new format out there, mm-hmm. and I can make a buck if I take this property that we already own and just slap it in there we just you know we take the digital 1080p 2k master and we just put it on a 4k disc and sell it to them they're gonna buy it they're not buying anything but the blu-ray but they're gonna buy it thinking that it's better that's where i have a fucking problem halloween does that look is better my though. biggest issue the original halloween does look better though i do notice differences i agree halloween looked better than christine yes See, John, uh, there you go. But, Mike, but Mike, can, can you acknowledge what John is saying can be, could be correct? Because I, I agree with him. I think that people maybe pawning shit off is something that it's not supposed to be. You don't think that that's possible? No, I definitely think it's possible. I think that that depends on the studio. 
you know, I think you're more apt to... I'm surprised, in a sense, that it's Sony doing it. Um, because I would, you know, being that it's Sony, I figured they would be, you know, more um, more honest with stuff like that. But, um, you know, I don't... I mean, to me... And, okay, I'll, I'll admit here. Maybe, to me, Christine didn't look all that much better. I might have noticed a little extra shine to the car every once in a while, but that might have been about it. You know, just little, you know. But for me, just the fact that it was branded 4K was just like, wow. It's, that's it's the problem. Brilliant. Yeah. Right. It figures in. It figures into your your experience. You're excited. Nobody wants to think they got beat. Nobody wants to spend twenty five, thirty dollars on on the brand new thing right. and then sit down. You will almost try to convince yourself that it looks better sometimes when it doesn't necessarily do. It does look better. You well, know that's what I mean? What so, I do all the time. I think pretty much. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It's a thing. Nobody wants to feel like they got duped. So you're going to talk yourself into think, thinking that I've been there. When I watch Christine, and here's me, the tech guy, when it comes to shit like that, mm-hmm. with my daughter and my wife who don't know shit the difference between 4K and Blu-ray. But I'm putting right. in and saying, oh, look, this is going to be great. This and, and I'm watching it, and I'm waiting for someone to comment, or I'm waiting for someone else to notice how much better it is, or to you notice that I just watched a 4K, I didn't watch a Blu-ray, and to remark on it, and it doesn't happen. So nobody's fucking blown away. No one's having their doors blown off. Here's what I'll say. I'll say one thing about the 4K. The best 4K experience I've had, believe it or not, and I hate to say it because I think it's going to lead to another part of the argument later, was on something <laughs> it was on something streaming. Amazon Prime has some titles that are 4K streaming, only like a dozen or maybe 20, whatever it is. But I watched the Neon Demon in 4K streaming, and it was the best thing I've seen on my television yet. Really? It was fucking beautiful. Really, we we will totally get to that. Um, I, I know. Did, I just want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to rewind back a little bit because you were talking about the experience and showing, and Christine. The reason this sticks to me, and the reason it stood out so much, was this was the first time that I really exposed uh, my my fiance. This this is a really the first time I sat down with Sarah. I was like, we're gonna watch 4K. Right. Where this was, this was her first 4K experience. Oh, so I'm watching it, and you know, with 4K, the depth is great, and the detail back there, and everything. That that's part of it. It looks real. You can look past them, past the football field, and see the people back there, and it looks real. It looks great. And with Christine, it wasn't really there. It's just like, wait, what? What? Because I wanted to point it out. You can look past them, and it looks so. And I'm watching it, and it's just like, wait, what? That's what? That doesn't look great. And then the critical eye in me started to come out more. It's like, well, the colors are a little better. I'm watching it. It's like, well, there's not really any grain, but this doesn't look great. It's not blowing me away. And I don't mean to harp on Christine here. And I get that from all sources that I've been able to find it. It is a, a true 4K. Master, I think they just didn't take enough time. Um, because before we really move on, um, th- there there are sites that there are sites that will blatantly tell you uh, if it is a true 4K film or if it is fake K. Uh, all you really have to do is Google fake 4K, and there there are multiple sites. Um, I I use 4K or fake. 
Uh, it, it has a list. They update it frequently. If something comes out, you can go to it and look. Anymore, that is what I do. If there's a film that I want, I look there, and if it's real 4K, I'll buy it in 4K. Uh, right there, I'll let people know. I do support the format, but it has to be real. Like well, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go there and be like, oh, it's not real 4K. Well, I'm still gonna spend the extra money to buy that. I am, but still, what, <laughs> what I think? Okay, now, uh, Pet Cemetery is coming out March 26th. The original, like you know, they're doing it because the remake's coming out in April. Right. But the thing is, now I think that that is going to be a true 4K master, and I'll tell you why. Because Mary Lambert, the the director of the original, has posted right. on Facebook that she has been working with the restoration. She has been doing HDR color grading on it, and that makes me you know, feel and believe that that will be a true 4K restoration. Now, now here, let, let, let me get into this a, a little bit, because when we're talking about older films, I have I, I pinpointed Christina and I've pinpointed uh, Coppola's Dracula. And I said neither one of them blew me away. All right. By no means should you take that as an older film released in 4K will never look as good as a new one, because it's shot on 35 millimeter. Now, with 35 millimeter, it's... A quality that is above even 4K. So right. properly presented, I, I mean, a 35 millimeter can get resolution up to 6K. Okay, it is capable of that. Right. All right. So with that knowledge, I think the difference is is when you are taking a 35 millimeter and and porting it over. Now, are we simply taking what we have as a digital copy and upconverting it to a 4K, quote unquote, for the people that can't see me out there, and releasing it saying it's 4K, or are we actually restoring from the 35 millimeter negative to 4K? And I think that's the big difference here that we're not really getting. Now, when we're talking, like you're saying, Mike, an actual restoration, we're talking from the 35 millimeter print. Right. So, yeah, I'm willing to bet that's going to look good and, and the presentation and, and everything should be better because um, we've talked on this show before. I attend a 35 millimeter film fest. All right. Now, some years ago, before this was even a debate, before this was even really a thing, um, Adam Green was one of the main presenters there. And. He was showing, uh, what was it, Frozen and Hatchet 3, all right? And Hatchet 3 was only digital because it was shot in digital, all right? So we watched that, and then we watched Frozen. I own Frozen. I enjoy Frozen. I've seen it several times. Watching the 35-millimeter print from Adam Green's private collection is... A completely new experience. Watching an actual 35 that is pristine, not one that's, you know, traveled the country five fucking times and been to Europe and back and is, you know, all scratched up and stained by cigarette smoke and all that shit. That's a still a fun experience that I enjoy. But watching that is a completely different experience. The 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 quality is mind blowing. So it is there, people. You just have to 
realize that not everyone is honest and is going to put in the work to give you the quality. Interesting, because I was ready to say, I think I said it earlier, that maybe old movies don't look as good, but judging by what you're saying, that doesn't and, and should not make a difference if they're if it's being properly restored, right? Yes. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I mean, if, if you were just taking the digital copy, because most companies, everything is just keeping a digital copy now instead of the old 35s. If you were just taking that and you're just hitting 4K, slap it on a disc, it's not the same thing as going back to that original 35 millimeter print. Because let's face facts, when it went digital, it was probably 1080p. So they have a 1080p file from what? 10 years ago? Fuck, I'm old now. 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> and they are upconverting that to 4K. So that's why we're not getting the same quality here. Uh, but if you they watch go back to the new, original negative, then you're, you know, that's what, yes. that's what they need then to do. Then you're striking gold there, people. Right. Then then you can get blown away. And that's, that's the experience that I want, man. Because here's what even pisses me off. Um, theaters will project things in 4K and... Then you'll buy it at home, and it's not the same thing. Um, what really upset me, and, and this is the most recent experience, is uh, First Man. All right, if you haven't seen it, um, it, it's not a horror film. Obviously, it, it, it's about uh, the first man on the moon. Um, it stars Ryan Gosling. Blah 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 blah. I really enjoyed the film, and then 4K comes out, and I'm excited because the whole thing is effects driven. Well, not the whole thing, but you know, the big hook to me was the the experience of it. It's like fucking going to the moon, man. And uh, I mean, I think it won almost every technical Oscar for special effects and everything. And then they don't even put it in real 4K. It's fake K. I bought for that everyone 4K, out there. God damn it. Huh? I bought that 4K. God damn it. It's fake K. There you go, Mike. Damn it. Um, and here, here's the kicker, and I can explain why studios are doing this. Uh, it's cost-effective. Because when you are making a, a film like First Man, and it is heavily effects-driven, it takes hundreds of hours to do all those digital effects in 2K, 1080p. Now, to double that to the restoration, or the restoration, Jesus Christ, I can't fucking talk today. I'm stroking out here. Oh, <laughs> um, to, to put that in 4K resolution is going to take that much longer. So, plain and simply, studios just don't want to pay the money to invest into having films like that in for true 4K. So, to truly get that experience... It's going to be a little bit longer until it's more readily accessible. But that brings up the question, and Mike, uh, I know you're not going to like this, and Dave already alluded to it. Is 4K discs really the future, or is that going to die because of all the misleading bullshit that's, you know, what, 15 to 20% better? Or is it digital? Is digital the way to go with 4K? You're going to say digital, aren't you? 
I know you. I'm going to let you two talk before, because uh, I'm actually informed. I did a lot of research because I wanted to win this argument. You were all, I'm going to bury you. <laughs> That's what I said. You 4K <laughs> is king. So I actually read articles. I watched videos. Uh, I came ready for this motherfucking fight, Mike. And you can stand up with your canes. I'm still going to bend you right over and ram it home, bitch. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's not my fault. I mean, I love it. I mean, I don't think it's going to be streaming totally and that's only because and i can say because when i bought halloween 2018 digitally because i wanted to watch it again before the disc came out and it was not in the theater so i bought it on amazon and i watched it it's, it wasn't in 4k streaming i don't think it was but uh that looked like shit you know when i have like the the highest speed internet now through fios so it shouldn't look like shit you know what i mean like it should look decent and if they're gonna give me like like streaming shit that like looks so bad then how can that win if it Wait doesn't look that good what are you talking about Mike? what did you stream 4k uh well i don't know if i sh- i don't know if it was in 4k or 1080 okay. but whatever it was i mean even still through the 4k tv on the highest speed internet package through Fios, mm-hmm. which I think is like a few gig up or, or a gig up and a gig download speeds. I mean, yeah, we're talking Philadelphia. It's oh, Mike. I mean, come on, that's the highest in your yeah, I mean, shitty area. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, it should look better. Fucking Philadelphia. Well, it should. Look- it depends, Mike. Let me <laughs> let me oh, let me say this, Mike. Hold on. Go on Netflix. Right. Okay? Yeah. Now, here's the deal. You can even upgrade. If you have a 4K TV, yeah. oh, Netflix, no, Netflix it's a, Oh, I did that. Yeah, I did it's that. a couple dollars more. I haven't yeah. even done it, and guess what? I haven't needed to. Really? Because when I watch, dude, when I watch Netflix, go watch Apostle on mm. Netflix. It is fucking stunning. I watch Apostle on Netflix, and there's some shots in that movie, and there's some things going on, and it is just like watching a Blu-ray. Right. And I'm not going to say that unless it's true. Because I have, believe me, I have no reason. I, I love streaming and I collect physical. Right. So I I don't really necessarily have a preference. I, I, granted, I will every time watch a Blu-ray over stream. Like if I had an Apostle Blu-ray sitting next to me right. and it came on Netflix, I would 100% still watch the Blu-ray. But there is no Blu-ray for Apostle. It just debuted on Netflix. And I watched it and it was stunning. Now everything on that stuff isn't. Like you can watch a movie on Prime and you, you, I don't have to tell you this, but you know – Arrow put out some movies, and then they're also on Prime, right? It, it, they, they put them on Blue, but when you watch them, what the hell did I cover? We covered something on, on Exploding Heads, and I watched it, and I remarked about how shitty it looked. But you know what it was? It was Bride of Reanimator. Bride of Reanimator on Prime. Oof. Was it did the not... Arrow stream, or was it, was it, it the has Arrow to be. source? Or... It has to be the Arrow source because it was the same uh, cover art that Arrow used. You notice when Arrow's uh... come out now... They what? they they use different cover art sometimes. You okay. you could have just got the the DVD there. Well, then it could be a coincidence because they all seem to come at the same time. If you go on Prime, you'll see a lot of Arrow uh, movies that when they come to Blue also come to Prime from Arrow. Okay. So I assumed I could be wrong. It could be a scam. Right. I assume that it was done with intent that Arrow has a deal with them and they're putting it out at the same time, simultaneous release of of, of physical along with the stream. Which I could, could be wrong. Could. Right, but I'll tell you what, it did not look great. It looked like 
um, a low-grade blue. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, this just did nothing for me. But then again, Apostle looks stunning. I think it just depends, like anything else. Right. It's like, you know, you don't know. Like, 4K, like I said, the Neon Demon 4K was fucking amazing. And I'll, and I'll say this, uh, and you're not going to like it, but I do think that 4K physical will not will not last. Well, I, I think it'll go streaming, and I'll tell you why. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Because I don't think that people are willing to spend the extra money when DVD is still out there. DVD is still on the market. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are still doing DVD, and then there's blue. The jump from DVD to blue was substantial. The jump from blue to 4K was not necessarily substantial. No. And here's the biggest part, Mike. A lot of people don't even know what a 4K player is. Like when I had that player, I went to my work and I told three or four guys, hey, does anybody want a thing to play 4Ks? Go right now. You can get this thing. It's $150. It's usually $300. You can buy 4K. And people are are asking me. These are just common Joes. They're not geeks like us. But what's 4K? What's a 4K? Now, these people walk into Walmart and they see these fucking things on the shelf, I'm sure. They don't even know what that is. I can't see average Joe who already has a Blu-ray player walking in to pay an extra $100, $150 for a UHD Blu-ray player. I just can't see everybody forking down the money for the player. That's what I think it is, honestly. Right. No, I, I agree hundred percent. I get that. I and, agree. 100%. And and I say that okay, if 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 streaming is going to win this, and that that that's fine. It will. I will only I will. in four K, Mike. Not overall. I'm I'm going to say I think John thinks physical media as a whole is going to go down, and I will we disagree will. with that. I'll disagree with that. We'll get to that after. But as far as the four K thing, I think it'll hang around. In that, like I said, that you can go on Amazon and and get certain titles, or you can upgrade your Netflix to the 4K Netflix that to, to have the best possible picture on right. your 4K TV. Right. That's what I think will happen. And and I'm fine with that. But the thing that 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 I'm you know that I have to say that that is important to me is if they want me to adopt streaming and abandon the physical thing, which which I'll do, but they need consistency. They need consistent quality for me to do that. Like if I don't like have four K, doesn't have. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> no, but, point, yeah. But but buying that fucking ho- the the fucking Halloween eighteen on Amazon made me see. Okay, now look, I've seen stuff on Netflix in four K. I know how Netflix stuff can look, and some of it looks amazing, and I'm all for it. That's great. But, okay, that looks amazing. That's good. But then that Halloween 2018 needs to look just as good for me to say streaming is a viable option. When I saw that and it looked grainy as shit and it was all like just... I was like, no. This this is not what I want. I need something better. And the disc... The 4K disc of Halloween to me looks better than my prime streaming experience that I paid $20 for. Fake K, you bought a 2K disc. It was shot in 2.9K, I know. (laughs) But it should look better. But it should, the physical media should look better than the one you stream. So that's fine. And it's supposed to. Does it look substantially better? 50% better? Anything like that? No. But it should look better. And that's why physical media 
for me, I will. It will stick around because if you give me the choice to stream something, right. the same movie, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the physical media because, and especially me because of my you know me touting my up converting player, which I adore. Everything looks better that way, right? You know, but I can't help it. That's why I bought the money, so I can continue on with physical media, and my blues can look better than they've ever looked before. The best possible, you know, look to them. So right. that's what I want. So that's what I'm saying. Like that, that. There you go. It should look better. And if it's priced right, then people will do it. But the, here's what you're seeing. The, they just announced today that Alien's coming out on blue. They didn't announce that it's coming out on 4K, pardon me. But they announced it. It's it's $18. And there was a time you could get the Halloween uh, 78 for like uh, $20 or less. Mm-hmm. Now, if you see companies selling it for that price, then you got to think about this. It's coming with the 4K and the Blu-ray. Yeah. Eventually, they're lowering the and price DVD. because – right. They're lowering the price because it's not getting over. That's why Alien 4K is only seventeen eighty seven. There's a reason for it. There, th- something's going on here. These companies are not going to continue to manufacture a 4K and a Blu-ray and sell it for what they were selling just a Blu-ray for. There's nothing to gain. Something's going to happen. Either it's really going to take off and John and I are wrong and everybody's going to buy I'm not saying it's impossible. It just might, but it's, it's sluggish to start. I don't know what's going to happen. I could just see it becoming a beta. I really and I don't want it to happen, but then again, it's only twenty percent improvement. At least that's my opinion. So, and if it could if it could go the way of streaming, then maybe that's the. I just don't think there are enough hardcore collectors and enough cinephiles that want to invest everything that goes along with it: the television, the player, everything. I just All right. that's my issue. Yeah, Dave has a point. But uh, the streaming now let's, needs let's... to look better, definitely. They need to up here, their game here. with streaming for Mike, you know. Mike, I shh. Yes. I, 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 yes. I'm helping here. Okay. I'm sir. actually going to help you a little you bit. You can try. So here's here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Alright. We're getting into the future of 4K. Alright. And I, I think my stance has been pretty well known all over Facebook and everything. Um we we've got uh Samsung, who at the time I bought my TV and shit, was the second most coveted for producing 4K products. They have dropped it. They don't even produce a 4K player anymore. Um, there was another one, I forget the company, that has dropped it. They don't even carry it anymore. Samsung has even dropped fucking Blu-ray. And that is plain and simply because 50 per- yeah, I'm sorry, 57% of the people buying physical media are still buying fucking DVDs. We're sitting here talking about 4K. You know how much of the buying market 4K consists of? Five fucking percent. It'll grow. All right? Five percent. Okay? So, yeah, companies aren't seeing that this is a viable product. All right? Films aren't coming out on it. Companies are dropping the player. Now, we're talking... Will it as a physical media live? Mm-hmm. I do not think so. And here's the thing: as Dave said, at best it's twenty percent. I think you're being a little generous there. I'm saying ten to fifteen percent. Although I'm depends on the movie. Depends pessimist. on the movie. That's, That's why true. I'm saying twenty. Yeah, some right. do. Yeah, so some some blow you away. Oh, right? and the Spider Verse will blow away because that's animation. Have you seen anima- animation on 4K yet? Animation I, 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 on 4K. I, I, oh. Oh my god! And I, okay, and so I bet the Marvel movies are going to look fucking tremendous too. I haven't watched a Marvel 4K. I, I, 
What? Uh, they're 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 fake K. Oh, are All they? All the shit is coming out now, uh, according to the sources that I've been reading. Ant Man and the Wasp. K. Where they're where they're going back and putting out Captain America and everything, it's it's all two K. It's it's not real four K. Because they're so heavily laden with two K special effects that if you actually go back and restore that up to true four K, there are going to be bits that look like dog shit. You're gonna see Captain America and he's gonna look fucking awesome and you're gonna have the great death behind him and then you're gonna have some big explosion look like dog shit because it's 2k just this 2k thing going on here and everything else looks great so they're not going to do that they're they're up converting it and it's just a 2k release so fuck yeah when we're talking about this i think the disc physical media of it will die because they have done that left and right where they're releasing fake K. They're not releasing real 4K. They haven't been selective about it. If they, I think if they were selective about it and catered to that market, that is us that is sitting here fucking talking about it to the people that are actually still listening to this and it's not like, well, this isn't funny, this isn't blah, 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 and shut it off. If you catered to them and gave us real 4K, it would have legs to stand on instead of the the constant debate and fucking website after website talking about if this is real or if this is dog shit. All right? I think it will die. Here's the problem. We're talking about digital taking over it. Digital is the future. Plain and simple, no question. Everyone knows that. Will physical media live on in some way, shape, or form? Yes, so does vinyl. I mean, yes, but it's very niche. And that's how I see it. In my lifetime, I think Blu-ray will be the new vinyl. Well, then I hope I think it will be that tiny little kiosk in whatever store that still sells them. And I'll be like, oh my god, they have fucking Blu-rays. This is awesome. I remember when those came out. But the problem with digital, though, is that a lot of times the bandwidth required for a proper 2160 4K presentation isn't always there. So to get that perfect presentation, you need the disc. To get that smooth, beautiful, actual 4K, you need the disc. But the problem is, is they fuck so many people that it's not going to live. So we're kind of in a catch-22. Eventually, technology will catch up, and the bandwidth will be there. It will that 4K will be everywhere and it'll be pristine and smooth and great, but we're not quite there yet. Especially me. I can't even stream, so I, I'm talking about shit I can't really talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, here's why I don't think that will happen. I think DVDs may become niche. I think Blu-rays are here to stay. Mm-hmm. I, I think... I think well, I think because of PlayStations, I think because of Sony, I think because of the accessibility of Blue, DVD is staying around still. It's been 20 fucking years, and Blu-rays have been out for, what, 10, 12 years, whatever it is. They're still there, and DVDs aren't dying. There's a reason for it. It's like, if you walk, here's what I say. When I walk into Walmart, this is my rough estimation. It's 60% Blu-ray, 30% DVD, 10% 4K, depending on Walmarts. Some 
are it, it could balance. Some have a lot more 4K. Some have a lot more DVD. But mine has uh, a lot more DVD. It depends on where you are. Yeah. See, right. like, damn rural I, area. I was just talking <laughs> about that. Yeah, I go to the Walmart and Warren sometimes because I drive. I stop in different ones. But the, right. I have one that's near my house that has a shitload of 4K. And, and less DVD, and then I have another one that has more DVD than, than blue. But if I'm going to give a rough, rough estimate of all the stores I go to, that's what I see, 60, 30, 10. That's what right. I have. As far as everything going streaming, don't forget what happened with Ultraviolet. That became a fucking disaster, uh. right? It didn't work. <laughs> it did. Just like just <laughs> that might go the way of the dinosaur like 4K might. But the thing is, with streaming, you never really, in quotes, own the movie Mm -hmm. you never really own it and if you're looking at something like netflix or prime that shit can come and go anytime you see movies that are there for like a year or two then one day you want to go back and watch it and show your friends you watch it and it's not there cinephiles people like us people that are into it i think will keep keep this shit alive i yes it is a niche audience but i i don't think it's ever going to go away completely and i think that streaming there's issues with that. You never really own it. Yeah. And that's maybe, an excellent point. Maybe in 20 years, 20, 25 years, we'll see things change. Maybe because look at the millennials. My daughter's not collecting. I mean, she's not, that's, she's, that she's was, 12. She's 13. She's not buying. She's not asking me for DVDs and Blu-rays for Christmas. She doesn't need to. 90% of what she does is Netflix. The other shit is YouTube. You know what I mean? A little bit of Hulu. You know, so it, like I said earlier, if I'm gonna, if there's a Blu-ray watched in this house, or a 4K or a DVD, it's because Daddy brought it upstairs, and that includes my wife and my daughter, who's the same age as me. So they're streaming, streaming, streaming. So I do see where it's going, and it might happen. But I think a lot of people still want to own, and they're still, and if the price is right, you know the prices are gonna drop. Look at what's happening with 4K. Look at how they're marketing them low now. Mm-hmm. You know, we might see Blu-rays just end up going for DVD prices, ten bucks a pop. And people are going to want to get there. And don't forget that fucking Walmarts, who are running half the fucking country, they count on that. They try, Go into Walmart. They, they sell those um, digital copies. Did you ever see those, those placards they have yeah. in there? You can buy them. Yeah. You can buy them at Family Video. Granted, not everybody has a Family Video, and they'll be gone eventually too. But you don't see people. People don't buy them, though. People do not go into Walmart and buy those. I never see anybody cashing out a fucking digital copy in a Walmart. I do see physical media and how these conglomerates want to keep it around. And they'll just eventually have to realize they've got to lower their prices. Like FYE, places like that, mall stores, you know that's out of hand. You know it. We all know it. They are starting to cut their prices. The ones, the movies Mike was talking about earlier, Halloween 2 and 3, mm-hmm. Gary Hill went someplace two or three weeks ago into an FYE yeah. and got them for either 20 or $30, whatever they sell for on Screen Factory's website. Mm-hmm. So they're lowering their prices. I think it's going to take a long time, but it may not be in our lifetime when physical media goes away. No, that, that's my deal. I, 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 I'm not saying completely gone. I think it will be like vinyl. And I, I well... Maybe not my lifetime, because my family doesn't live that long. But, in the average lifetime, I, I'm sorry, but it's true. My family usually doesn't make it out of the 60s. So, you know, I've, I've got like 25 more good years in me, and then I'm dying. So. <laughs> but in the average person's lifetime, I, I see it going to that level of niche. Um, and, and you're right. And that was going to be my counterpoint to you is, 
when's the last time your daughter's like, oh my God, daddy, can you buy me this movie? Because when I was growing up, that was what I wanted for my birthday. That's what I wanted for Christmas. Give me this VHS, right? Right. And even even at work, like a younger kid that is a cinephile that I talk to, he is 100% digital. 100%. He owns hundreds of movies. Right. But he doesn't own a single hard copy that he's talked to me about. I'm sure he has some from the old dimes. But yeah, he's 100% digital. He talks about, oh, you know, iTunes had this sale on slasher movies from the 80s, so I bought these ones, and what other ones should I get? So it's a long-term rental, then, is what you're saying he has. That's what people are going to do, Mike. But that's that's horrible, because one day he could lose that. Right, that's just it. You're going to laugh at me. You're going to laugh at me. I'm going to say that iTunes and Netflix, they may go under. I know someone's saying you're an asshole, Daisy. But they're <laughs> fucking. They're, but we've seen things happen. Don't yeah. tell me we haven't seen stranger things happen I and, and companies fucking go under. You know, Netflix could totally go under because they overspend on a lot of shit. Oh, they and they, do. they were they were in the negative last year. Yeah. Granted that they're making big business now. iTunes, I'd like to believe they're going to be around forever because I have fucking Apple products. That's fine. And, and I have all my pictures and everything in there. So if they go under it by some strange way, we're fucked. We don't know what the future holds and what's going to happen if some other company, there you go, <laughs> if some other company buys Apple or does something, you don't know what well, somebody could have in store for us and then it's gone. Here, here's here's the thing because uh, I, I follow some of the other stuff that's not just movie news. Um, something that, that people are, are talking should happen is companies like Amazon specifically have become a monopoly, plain and simply. And there is some, there's some people out there in the economic fields that are saying the government at this point should step in and break them up. And if that happened, how many people is that going to fuck? And I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but you kind of have to admit here, people, they do have a monopoly on pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. So if that happened, your digital library might just be flushed. That's the now, issue, will, right? Yeah. Will they correct that in the future? I don't. I don't know. Um, uh, just, just be fucking finicky, like I am. If I actually buy something uh, off uh, iTunes, I download that motherfucker. That is fucking on my computer. Mm-hmm. You might say I don't have it anymore, motherfucker. That's on my hard drive. <laughs> Unless they actually can erase that. I don't know. I'm old. Someone young. No, but tell me, but <laughs> right now, yes, I have the hard drive too, filled with all my music for iTunes that I that I've been importing from computer to computer. But eventually, the ports are going to change, things are going to change, mm-hmm. and what's going to happen next when, when computers are made a different way and we have to import them? Look at look at what's happened in the last twenty years in in media and, and every fucking thing oh, we Jesus. have. You can't bring everything. Look at now, I have to go to a store and tr- trans fucking fur my VHSs. From, of the whole movies when I was a kid, because I don't want to lose them. I don't have a VHS. I do have a VHS player, but still, the, the, those tapes break. The ribbon snaps. Yeah. Uh, right? But there you are want to places, preserve them. Yes, you want to preserve them. Right now, your option is to go to a store, if you have one in your area, mm-hmm. and I have I have two, and I can convert them to DVD. That's fine. That's now in 2019. 20 years from now, what happens to those DVDs? Are we going to be sure that somebody that wants to see them is going to have a way to watch them? I mean, they want to see them. What about our photographs? How are gonna people going to look at pictures of me and you that are on Facebook now with our wives fucking 50, 60 years from now when we don't have physical pictures? 
How are they going to do that exactly. if they don't? That's what I'm saying. Somebody has got to step in. Someone is going to be sensible and say, you know what? There has to be another option here because of that. And I think that someone is going to be smart enough to counterpoint what's happening. I, I can only hope because otherwise we lose this shit. It's gone forever. There's not going to be memory of us. Well, are they going to be able to play this podcast in 50 years? I don't know. Are they? Right. Would like to think so. To your point, Dave, I'm sitting here talking to you guys through my MacBook Pro. I I, I have no <laughs> mo, no disc slot. All right. I'm, I had gonna, to get a disc slot. I, I intentionally, but I agree with you. You have to search to get one without a disc. Right. Ninety percent of them don't have it. Right. Right. That's. It's just. I, I mean, maybe special order or something. And once we're done, and I'm going to go leave or whatever, I'm going to get my Dodge Charger. And I don't have a CD slot in there. It's, it's just not there. I mean, CDs are still around. They're still produced. I don't really know how people listen to them. Unless you go out and specifically buy a boombox. I personally have nothing that will play them anymore. I still do. me and the fiancé were out before, and she was like, Oh my god, I love this. I'm going to buy this CD, and we're going to listen to it on the ride home. It's like, ah, I don't know how the hell you're going to do that. You can buy it, <laughs> sure, but... I mean, unless you're going to, like, shoot a fucking laser out of your eye and just start producing it from your mouth, I have no way of playing that. <laughs> you got No, you can't. The only thing you can hope to do is go on iTunes or Spotify and get it and play yeah. that same CD if they uh, carry which, them. Which, to our point of this whole thing, I have – I actually do have a way. I was being a little – you know, facetious there. Uh, I have a, a record player that actually has a CD slot. I've never once used it. And to the point of this overall, I just, just purchased some Misfits albums on iTunes, okay? Because I can play it in my car, I can play it on my phone, I can play it on my computer, I can play it wherever. And the kicker is, I prefer vinyl. Because vinyl sounds 100% better. It is the difference between, to me, uh, DVD and Blu-ray, to put it in the cinephile language. Drastic difference in quality. Let me ask you a question. Let me interrupt you quickly and ask you a question. Do you have all top-of-the-line stuff? Do you have the $100 fucking needle? Do you have all that? No, because I I got into a serious discussion about this one day in, in in a group text. Because I was listening to songs on iTunes... Songs from the 70s, 80s, 60s, and 50s. Old school shit that I grew up listening to in the back of right. my mother's car, hearing right, her play right. it. So I have nostalgia for it, you know? So I was listening to these songs from the 50s and shit, and old shit, and playing them, and I remark, I cannot believe, because I actually had these records when I was a kid. My mother passed on her little 45s to me when I was a kid from when she was a kid. So I kind of right. came up on those old school songs. So I listened to this song on iTunes. It was like the Supremes or some shit. And I had to text people and remark, uh, this is what I said. I said, I go, I, I go. nobody in the world can convince me that vinyl is going to sound better than the remastered fucking song I just heard on iTunes going through my system. It sounded fucking magnificent. I heard things I've never heard as far as it being the clarity, the highs, the lows. It sounded, I go, there's no way in the world someone's going to convince me that you can just put on a fucking vinyl and it's going to sound that good. I'm going to say you're a liar. And then someone came in and said, "Well, because if you you have to, you can it can be achieved, but you have to have all the high end vinyl stuff, the expensive needle, this, that, the other thing." So, what do you say about that? Here's here's my my point to it. I as a, even with the 4K and all that shit, I did my research. All right, 
Um, the the record player I bought was the second top rated consumer model that year. All right. Once again, simply because the top one was like five hundred dollars more. All right. Right. And uh, with that, you're talking remastered ones. So you're used to listening to uh, a, a master from 1960 compared to the remastered. All right. Now, if you compare that remaster on iTunes to a remaster vinyl, you're still going to have that separation there. All right. If you have a, a higher grade, if you're just going to FYE and buying one of those suitcase ones, eh, probably not. All right. okay. But if you're buying a higher grade record player and you're buying the same remaster, it's going to be that same difference. All right. Um, but once again, you run into an issue because, as I said, I bought the Misfits on iTunes. I normally buy everything vinyl because it sounds amazing. I, I'm a huge Metallica fan. Every time they do a remaster, I buy the vinyl. And it blows me the fuck away. I mean... Okay. Awesome. Oh, so good. Anyway, so really getting into the Misfits, uh, uh, becoming more of a fan of, of some of the stuff, it's like, I need this on vinyl. And I look, they don't have a remaster, they have a second printing. And all the reviews I heard was there was static, there, it wasn't a good transfer onto the vinyl. It's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll look for the original release that was supposed to be good. Ooh, motherfucker, $120 for one vinyl. Well, it's $8 on iTunes. I bought it on iTunes. So. You, you fucking better, yeah, because, again, <laughs> it's like comparing Blu-ray to 4K. It's, a, it's the 20% yeah. argument again. You're really going to spend fucking five times as more for maybe it sounding 20% better? Yeah, yeah. So it's funny that yeah, you're that on one side of the argument. And yeah. you're, you're on one side of the argument when it comes to movies, but you're on the other, so to speak, when it comes to music. You're okay to... You and know? that's the future, though. That's the future that I'm talking about. That's why I bring this up, is because the comparison, eventually, you know, when it's come, when we're talking movies, it's going to be the same thing as music. It, it, it is going there, and that's how it will be. I mean, we're going to be talking, well, people might be, in 20 years... Oh man, you know, Die Hard 18 and 8K looks amazing. Ah, but the fucking 8K disc, or let's be realistic, the Blu ray disc is $300 fucking inflation, <laughs> where I can just stream it for 18 Well, fuck, man. Yeah, and that's, that's where it's going. Let's be realistic. I true, mean, true. We're talking younger generations, they don't buy. They're, they're not. They're, they're collecting digitally, or they're just watching shit on YouTube. But look at this this flip side of the coin. Like Someone like my daughter, who may be getting into horror because of my influence, Good later job. on... Hey, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> later on in life, she's not going to be able to see a movie, and I'm not saying she watched this movie, it just popped into my head. A movie like Street Trash. You're not going to see Street Trash just streaming anywhere. Just like right now, all these movies that everyone's jumping for joy about because they're getting released to Blu-ray, sometimes 4K. You know what I mean? Actually, most things that get released to 4K are Alien, Christine. They're big budget. They're known movies. Okay? But the the movies that we, as horror geeks or or genre geeks, whatever you want to say, that are are into, that stuff isn't readily accessible. That's why everybody's so excited when, you know, something's finally being released on Blu-ray now. Even if it's a shit movie from the 80s that... 
Nobody really gave two shits about it at the time. People wet their pants because it's all of a sudden being released now for the first time ever on Blue. That'll never die. Madman. There you go. Madman, yeah. Because yeah. the DVD is out of print. Yep. Yeah, and there you go. That, I don't think that that can really die. As long as there are genre fans, they're going to have to dig into a certain well to get their stuff. And I believe that it's going to be physical media. Like like Maniac, for example, the, the original. Can you stream it now? i I got to imagine you can. Mike, you might know. We got the blue. But, I mean, it just got released again on blue, right? It, the, the 2K or the 4K restoration. Yeah, it's a 4K. And it's, okay. It's, I don't think you can stream it, but I know it's a, okay. it's a 4K restoration. And uh, it looks decent. I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing yet, but I scanned through it, and it looks pretty decent. Want to know yeah, something they... funny about that movie? I watched Maniac, that one, the brand new Blu-ray, the original and the remake the same night. I did a double feature right when I bought it. And believe it or not, Maniac did look the best it's ever looked from 1980. However, Maniac from 2012 looked better, both Blu-rays. What does that say? I don't know, but it is what it is. One's remastered, 2K or 4K like you said, and one is not. One's just a fucking Blu-ray from 2012. Yet that Blu-ray was better quality, as far as I'm concerned. So I, I don't know. Something else to chew on. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a debate that'll never end. But I, I want the takeaway to be that, as much as I'm saying the format's going to die, and that's because I think this studio has abused us. I think the takeaway should be that if you want the experience, it's there and it's fantastic. Just do the research. Make sure you're not getting ripped off. Make sure you're not paying the 4K price for a 2K disc. Don't be Michael being like, oh my god, it's Halloween 2018 and 4K! And then watching an upconverted Blu-ray. In all fairness, I don't pay the 4K price for 4K. So, Regardless... You're supporting fake K. And I, I don't think we should. I, I am 100% in favor of supporting real 4K. And um, case in point, and it pissed me off because I've shown Sarah a couple things in 4K, and the time that we noticed is, uh, as, as I pointed out, I can't stream. We can't stream. We love Stranger Things. We watched season one. I bought it on Blu-ray. I got season two in 4K. If you're not aware, Stranger Things is actually shot in 4K. It, oh. it, it is 100% available in 4K. It's real 4K. We popped in after because, you know, you know there's, what, a year or so in between. So we watched the season finale of Hold one on I'll be just to prep time. us. I'll let you cut that. We watched the season finale uh, of one just to prep us. We popped in the disc for, you know, season two, and we started it holy shit the difference it was amazing and she's like oh my god this looks better and it's like fuck you were supposed to say that with christine but it is there just search it out people support it it's fucking amazing ah there you go i'm sitting here talking my ass off and i want to see an argument between you two and it's not going to (laughs) happen it is because mike just thinks 4k across the board is great i think in concept, it's great. I, I think the problem is is that too often people are just looking for the quick cash grab and like, 
fuck, we own Van Helsing. Just up convert that shit, put a 4K label on it, and sell it. You know, they're just bending the consumer over, which is destroying the reputation of 4K. Well, the bottom line is, no matter how much we argue or don't argue, if I have the opportunity to buy a title on um, 4K, even if it's released on Blu-ray or whatever, if there's a 4K release of it, I will buy it regardless. And that's the problem, Mike, is you're not being discerning. I think if you were discerning and more people were and supporting the truth of 4K over the fake bullshit, we'd get it. Unless, like I said, it's like First Man or something like that where it's just simply not a possibility because it's so effects-driven and the effects are only in 2K. So. Well. So you won't use his website, Mike? You won't use the fake K website that, that John's using to, to make sure that you, that, it, that it's true 4K? No, I'd, still much, blindly I'd much rather live in the illusion that it's all true 4K. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with an illusion, but if it's costing you money that you don't need to be spending, you know? Uh, Dave, you're, you're talking to a guy that paid $100 for a DVD-quality Blu-ray. <laughs> but, true, but to be fair, he didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know, and that that's, you know, and then the guy decides to be... Ah, uh, fuck you, Richard Rubenstein. <laughs> <laughs> well, not not to me. I'm not saying fuck you. He, he's finally come around. Most people are happy. Dawn of the Dead yeah. and Martin are going to be on. It's oh. huge news. Fuck yeah, man. Well, considering that I, I heard Dawn of the Dead is actually going to be a UHD disc, I believe. I, as, as long as it's a good restoration, I'm 100% behind it. I mean... Dawn of the Fucking Dead is amazing. That's my fucking jam right there. Holy shit. Absolutely. It's second so Mike, sight. It'll be good. <laughs> nothing's going to change for you, Mike? You're not going to say um, John's changed your mind about anything, and, and John's not going to say anybody's changed his mind about any of this? Everyone's sticking with with the guns they came in with? There's There's been no, you know, there's been no change of, of attitude at all from from either side? Eh, I mean, it's me we're talking about. It's very tough for me to, you know, change my opinions of certain things. Uh, well, with me, um, my my thing, well, coming into the show, my, my opinion hasn't changed. Leading up to the show, my opinion has changed. Because uh, once I, I started comparing and, and realized that it was like at best 10 to 15 percent and that's that's my opinion a difference i was 100 percent fuck 4k you know halloween came out and it's like fuck that man i already own it on blu-ray i'm not up converting you know paying another 30 dollars for something i already own i was 100 percent against it and leading up to this knowing this was coming in i did the research and i i fully support real 4k if it's if it's a good restoration if it's you know real 4k I'm 100% behind that shit. I just want people to be discerning. That's it. I Just be knowledgeable. You know? Do the research. Buy the right fucking thing. It's good. It's eye-opening what you said uh, about the fake 4K. And I hope people listen. I mean, it's it's going to change me. I'm going to go and look and see <laughs> if it's true 4K or not. So anytime you listen to a podcast and you learn something new about something that you thought you knew, I mean... If, if for nothing else, the, the fact that we recorded this show, that people are going to be listening and hearing that, that's 
that's great to know. That I mean, it's not great to know that people are fucking us. But, <laughs> no, of course not. But it's great to know that you can be discerning and and look before you leap. You can't just fucking buy anything, you know. Right. And so, I do think that Mike's gonna change his ways a little bit on that. I really do. I mean, it's possible, but <laughs> I wouldn't hold my breath because then, you know, you might die, and I, I don't want that to happen. He just doesn't want to admit I'm right. <laughs> <sighs> Alright. Here, here's the big thing. I apologize this one got technical and it wasn't that funny and whatnot, but uh, we will be... Well, actually, I think the next one's going to be a little serious, too. We got an interview coming up, right, Mike? Uh, yeah, it's confirmed, so it's fine to, you know... Okay, so yeah, we'll be uh, actually having an interview uh, next episode discussing a lawsuit about fuck. What's that one property with the big lawsuit? Uh, the guy just I can't remember the big retard, you know, mongoloid looking. Kind of looks like you, Mike. Actually, oh. you know. Um, anyway, we got we got the the one side of that and we're actually halfway towards confirming a second interview towards the other side of the lawsuit so yeah stay tuned um we'll be talking about lawsuits next time and uh naked teenagers looking to smoke a little weed have a little premarital sex you know not get slaughtered wow (laughs) all right so until then stay tuned enjoy and uh i don't know stay spooky fuckers God damn you, big stay spooky. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Jacked up, make a 
nigga down the ride. Smoking in dope, playing that Super Nintendo. Get a rat attack on my window. Gave her ass that pelvic thrust. Don't trust the rubber cause it's bound to bust. In the oven, in the nappy. I had on two so I was happy. Cause that HIV will make your dick hang sideways. And that ain't cool, fool. Cause it's oh, good. Yeah. Throw your neighborhood in the air. If you don't care. Oh yeah. That was horrible. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.